Oh, oh shit, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to Go Live, the Saturday evening talk show. Sorry we're late. That was my fault. I was driving like a madman, but we're here um, and we have a sick show for you today. Thank you so much for waiting uh, patiently, guys. It's going to be a mad show. Mad, mad one. Asa, thank you for holding it down and apologies for running late. Um, just before we introduce our sexy guest, that goes straight into Asa Walker. Oh, I was saying your last name. How you doing, bro? You good? Yeah. Just, yeah, just take a breath, take a breath, guys. It's all good, it's all good. Yeah, no, this is uh, now that we've finally got started, we've got two guests here that our audience loves, so and they're all always bringing good points. So I can sit back and relax. You can get your breath back and we can push on with the show. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, uh, but yeah, we've got a mad show for you today, guys. Um, we've got a sick show for you, and joining us, returning to the show, are two incredible guests who have they don't, don't need an introduction, but I'm going to do one anyway. Returning to the show, King David, the guy who's the uh, spiritual brother to me, and he's got he's got the source. He's always swimming in the source. Oh, well, thank, uh, thank you, you so thank much you, for joining us, from the Iron Lords. What's going on? What's going on? Um, this is gonna be a good one. I'm here with my man Ains. Ah, oh, this is gonna be fun. <laughs> Glad you, I'm so glad to have you uh, on here. I'm hearing some backing noise. Are you guys hearing something? Yes. Yeah. What is yeah, that? What is that? What the hell is that noise? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Yes, man. Hang up. What the <laughs> hell happened? This is so weird. <laughs> oh, man. That's so good. And coming back, to, returning to the show, a good friend of ours. Um, <laughs> The sensible one. If me and uh, King David are kindred spirits, I'm pretty sure Ainsley and Acer are kindred spirits. So, um, they're going to maybe balance us out and our high energy. Ainsley, who is just running uh, his own show, and apologies, I know it's a battle of attrition coming from one to the next, but we're going to inject you with some sauce. Ainsley from Season Gaming, one of the best gaming sites out there. Thank you so much for joining us, man. What's going on, guys? Always good to be here. And honestly, you being a little late was a, a, a blessing for me, man. I was able to hit the bathroom, get a snack, and I can I can go again now. Four and a half hours. You know, we'll do it. We can do it. Yeah. The whole time, I didn't know that was me, man. What's going on? Uh-huh. Uh. Well, yeah, man. I, th- I, you know, I love being here. I think you're right. You got, you got me and Asa. You got King and, and Gas. This is perfect, man. We got the balance. <laughs> yeah, we got uh, the balance. <laughs> I, th- I think, I think today I'm gonna tip the balance. <laughs> <laughs> too many level heads in here. I gotta tip it to the side. <laughs> me and Gas is gonna tip the boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you guys are gonna have a tough time because uh, there's some saucy shit going out there. Um, hey, Ains. Remember this shirt? Oh hell yeah, man! Uh, 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 yeah. Oh, I should have I worn it with you, man. You yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't find, listen, I didn't find out until uh, this morning that uh, me and you was gonna be on the show. We were coordinated it a little bit earlier. Yeah, yeah. yeah no worries. I got I got excited when I saw because it, it has been a while since we. Did yeah, it's show, been a so. minute. Yeah, you normally we would be uh, well. Last year we would have been at E3 together, and we would have been setting up this year for E3. Uh, yeah. Sometime, yeah. man. Soon, soon. Yeah, soon. Yeah, I uh, can't wait till we meet me up. Hey, everyone in chat! Shout out to Isla for doing that sick intro, um, and okay. shout out to everyone. Assassin Loop, I see you in chat. I see you all in the chat. Uh, we're gonna jump straight into the topic. Um, this is a saucy one. A few weeks back, <laughs> me, me, and you, King David, were on yes. Breakfast with Boom. Shout out to Boom, sick guy. 
and he we had a great show and we were talking so we were talking about this topic a few weeks ago and i gave you the analogy that if um set the scene you're in a club sony with its <laughs> exclusives has got all the women in nintendo's just swimming in it as nintendo's doing its thing and then microsoft is that douchey guy comes in starts to make it rain gets a table ordered and it just wants attention and that was my analogy to you and i said isn't Microsoft like the lame guy making it rain? He's not the cool guy. He hasn't got the inherent coolness. Um, but you said, well, you know, he's gonna Microsoft is gonna show his diamond ring, and that's <laughs> diamond ring is Kojima, and he's gonna make it rain, get a bottle on that table, and boom, all before you know it, all the hot people are in in on the Microsoft table. And that was a good maybe four or five weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And this week we have just heard murmurs from a previous guest of ours, <laughs> Jeff Grubb, who has come onto the show, who has set the internet alight. He's a serial troublemaker, that guy, but he doesn't say <laughs> things he, he doesn't say things without meaning in there, or if he hasn't got any uh, information. But, King David, man, Hideo Kojima, Xbox, another hmm. game coming over? What? Okay, so me, uh, full disclosure, I knew a lot of things, but couldn't say things. So yeah, so I'm just watching and I'm laughing and I'm like, it just takes one, one, one catalyst to to flip the boat, to flip it over, to to yeah. to to change the minds, right? And um, all right, picture this: uh, you have a game that's a persistent world and it uh, needs people to be in that world to actually realize the vision so what i'm re- was uh talking about is death stranding inside death stranding you do things it's like a community-based game where the more people that play the game uh interact with the game changes the environment for the end user you know you understand yeah so that game is uh really uh beholden to the number of users that actually interact with it so if the game doesn't sell well it's never going to realize the full vision now the the vision isn't short-sighted you know it's the hubris of the developer to believe that his game is going to sell you know tens of millions of copies and is going to be in millions and millions of people's hands and that the game is going to be such a huge hit that his true vision will be seen now the game didn't do that and uh sales wasn't exactly what he expected like i expected um because i thought this was his 808 the heartbreaks you know um kanye west uh analogy (laughs) and i felt that uh this was his uh showing konami that he still has that stuff and he can still make those hits usually when you do something like that of that nature it doesn't resonate with everyone you have to place it in the proper place and you have to hit the proper time i felt that that game was better served in game pass with millions of eyes that can actually casually go to it purchase the game and interact with the game at their leisure and new customers can also join into the game and the game can actually realize his true vision now with that being said games that are 60 65 uh you can't take a risk on it. You can't take a flyer on it. This is the reason why Call of Duty is so successful. Madden is so successful. 2K is so successful because these people experience these games and they know what they're looking forward to. People hate change, 
right? But they can't risk dollar. As gamers, we want new experiences. That's where in lies the rub. So, Kodami, uh, Kojima, uh, and Microsoft Game Pass. That game would have served well there. Now, I'm pretty sure that was the pitch from Phil. I'm pretty sure he has pie-in-the-sky dreams of using the cloud and other things of that nature. The level Mm -hmm. of infrastructure Microsoft does have at hand works well with what Kajim is talking about. And as far as having a development studio and uh, a production studio, you don't have to really um, oversee him that much without, you know, you know, digging in and bothering him, telling him what to do. He doesn't want that. What he wants is, you know, free range to make what he wants to make, but he also wants to know that his games will see the masses. Sony could not facilitate that. Microsoft can. And I told you, once they turn his head, once they turn that one pretty girl head, (laughs) that's it. You know, you, you ever notice you're never more desirable until you're taken. (laughs) so all right so when you're single it's so you can't true, get though. a girl you can't so get a girl true. what is up with that when they when, have, when the women have when, a radar as soon as when you take you're, 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 you're taken they want you yeah hotness so right Bye. watch what? <laughs> you drawing comparisons with that analogy, so <laughs> you really think so? This is a question I was going to ask. You really think Kojima is uh, Kojima? Ko- yeah, Kojima. So you said Kojami earlier. Yeah, yeah, uh, Konami, Kojima. <laughs> <laughs> Kojima, you really think Kojima is going to make a big difference? Uh, to, 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 to the, uh, well, let me ask Ainsley. Ainsley King yeah. is quite. Um, well, that's quite a bold thing to say that he thinks he's that diamond ring in that analogy. Then, yeah. <laughs> once Konami, Kojima, sorry, comes in, then it's a game changer. Is that a big deal? Is Kojima and Xbox that? I'm gonna give you something after Ains go. I'm gonna give you something that's gonna blow your mind. I think I think King is uh, is spot on. Um, wow. I think okay. I think that uh, it's not necessarily about uh, Kojima himself. Uh, though you know Kojima's weight ca- or name carries a lot of weight, uh, a lot of weight, uh, and it carries a lot of weight in markets as well that Xbox may not necessarily carry a lot of weight today. Yeah. Um, but what King's broader point is is crushing it, and we keep talking about this is that <clears throat> it's engagement. the The focus here is engagement. And what you're starting to see is, or not starting to, this has always been a thing, right? But for, for many, many games and a growing percentage in the market, even in the console space, is engagement and how many people are playing your game. Um, the traditional model of that, as we all know, is game sales, console sales, and everything else. But what it's the same thing we saw um, in other markets and uh, in other industries is that what Game Pass is doing is changing that conversation. And it's a simple matter of ROI. Mm-hmm. Um, so the point I keep making to people is, look, say you MLB the show. I know you guys already talked about this. We all did. Right. But it's a perfect example because that's a game that was selling about a million and a half copies a year on PlayStation. Right. Mm-hmm. And then where their true revenue comes from in show is not the one and a half million copies. The revenue comes from the show mode where people buy packs to play mm-hmm. all year long, right? Okay. Same as EA. EA made 1.4 billion, billion, mm-hmm. just on Ultimate Team last year. Ultimate Team in their sports modes, right? 
to, for mm. people to play Ultimate Team, you need people playing the game. The more people who play the game, the more money you're going to make. The game sales aren't the differentiator. It's how many people are playing your game. So the proposition by micro or Xbox, which grows, right? It's growing over time because mm -hmm. it went from, okay, we have 4 million subscribers. We know 2 million will play your game on day one. All right, we have 10 million subscribers. We can now promise you 6 million will play it on day one. We have 20 million subscribers. We can now tell you 14 million will play it on day one. There's no game out there that's selling that many copies at launch, right? Yep. So what they can do is say, look, you can sell your game on our platform. Um, <clears throat> you might sell a million copies or you can put it in Game Pass at launch. You'll get 18 million players and we can guarantee you that 7% of those players will play your microtransaction mode. Mm -hmm. the, the, the revenue stream and the, the ROI generation from that, you cannot beat it. It's literally the best deal for a developer in the market. Um, that makes specific type of games. So, and on top of all that, to what King was speaking about with Kojima, Kojima is a very creative person. His ideas are out there, right? Mm -hmm. And he wants freedom, as we've learned, and he wants to be able to create whatever his vision is. And there's no better catalyst on the market today to get a game like that and a vision like that in front of people who are actually going to play it than Game Pass. Wow, wow. No. Go no. for it. <laughs> now picture this 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 wackiness. This is gonna get Asa. I got you, Asa. I got you right now. This is it right now. This is it. All right, picture this wackiness, right? We all know Konami is uh leasing out their licenses. We all know that uh they're available uh to be purchased for a period of time to lease these games out for your platform. If you're a publisher, all you need is a developer, and then there you go. Now, let's say Phil with his bag of cash, you know, him and Satya decide, oh, let's ride over to Konami and let's see what's going on. Now, we all know it's an uh, un, un, what is it, uh, unspoken secret that uh, Sony has the Castlevania licensee, right? And we all know that Blue Point is working on a game for Sony, which I will probably believe will be Symphony of the Night remake. In my opinion, I think that will hit. I think that will smash. I think the world will just be like, oh, Sony, we love you again. Symphony of Night remake made by Blue Point. Fantastic. Can't beat it. Okay. Back to Microsoft. Microsoft goes to Konami and say, hey, hey, what's that Metal Gear doing? <laughs> Let's get that Metal Gear. All right. So they go and they, they lease the licensee and they go back. And they found out how disgruntled uh, Kojima is with what went down with Sony, with them promising him uh, a Death Stranding 2 and backing out on the deal because the old regime made the deal and the new regime didn't care to uphold that deal. And the sales figures just doesn't work out because Jim Dance moves. Ryan doesn't feel that, you know, <laughs> I want to back uh, a failed project in his opinion. It doesn't make dollars it doesn't make sense for him and that's how he works he's a bottom line dude period 100%. all right you don't get it that's your business this is how the new sony works microsoft tells kojima hey what about this little bit of revenge because right now phil is a james bond villain he's a james bond villain right now right so <laughs> what is that you drink oh right now oh <laughs> some tea 
<laughs> some tea. Spot of tea. <laughs> right? So he goes to Kojima. He says, hey, yo, how about you do this for me? I'll let you uh, do the Metal Gear franchise and do it how you want to do it. Uh, I got the license. And you can put it on Game Pass. And we have 25 million people. And I'm pretty sure 20 of that 25 million people will interact with your game day one. When, you want a spot of revenge? <laughs> I got the bag. Now, that game happens. And I know it's not far-fetched because the last time I told you about baseball, MLB The Show was coming to Xbox. And when it was coming to Xbox, and I said, wouldn't it be a kick if it came to Game Pass? You did say that. You didn't I say that? <laughs> I said, wouldn't it be a kick if it came to Game Pass? The same time it was launched on Sony, wouldn't it be a kick if it sells more on Game Pass than it does on Sony? They're gonna make yeah, but, more but money. What you're saying here is crazy. You so that means it's insane stuff, right? I've been saying insane stuff and been right this whole time. <laughs> you have been. I don't know what to say to you. But this, this, this one takes the cake. So if I get this right, Konami gonna get wooed by Microsoft. They come in and they'll see bloody Kojima there. And no, they, they're not going to see him there because all you got to do is just go and get the license to make the game. They have enough development houses and, and, and developers to make said game, right? So we can make the game with our developers. What about the originator? What about bringing... How do you endear yourself to the Asian market, his market, the market that loves him more than anything else, that knows him more than anything else for Metal Gear? Than to bring it back to the original owner to have him do the game justice instead of that travesty that was just done with that that zombie mode crap or whatever they was trying to do that he wanted no parts of yeah but and he I does mean, the game if that happens my god someone in chat says the prophet of xbox um if if that happens i think everyone should uh, pay for a plaque or a statue of of you, <laughs> Wish you if that happens. Shout out to Fonzie. Um, yeah, that is insane. Um, Asa, <laughs> so what do you think about the prophet of Xbox's uh prophecy here? But before I do that, sorry, look, uh, I'm gonna lose track of the super chats. Dodge Knight, thank you so much for the five pound super chat. He goes, Two of my favorite panels tonight, sexy Gaz, uh, sexy Asa, oh, Danny, and Gaz. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much man that's dodge knight created that logo for us man oh that's so, what's up yeah so shout out to dodge man. what a g he did that with lead so if i die of poisoning that's on him super chat. shout out to everyone on the panel and in the chat thank you so much man for, for that um super chat asa oh, i'm so glad you're here king um asa what that even kind of shocks me. <laughs> I was like, that if that happens, and it's not out of... So, I don't think that's out of the, the realms of possibility, especially with K K Konami and its pachinko machine focus and gaming seems to be relegated. Microsoft would be, would be better utilizing that IP more than anyone. And it's, it's a smart play. Is that... What do you think? You're you're grinning from ear to ear. It's a ready see. So I'm really <laughs> no, I'm grinning at the length of question when it boils down to what do you think? But <laughs> 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 um, first, King David calling MLB the show on Game Pass. 
props for that. Nobody saw that come in. Like, that's a mad deal. So yeah, I <laughs> can't argue with that. Um, I think the conversation that we've had so far, I'd go back nearer to the beginning to uh, you asked King David first and Danes, but they were talking about um, Kadima being driven by hubris and believing in his vision and wanting that kind of infrastructure and support that Microsoft can give, that kind of audience that they can give so that he can realize his creative vision is, I think, more important than the financial side of it for someone with his status. Um, mm -hmm. So that was interesting to hear. Um, and, and good point. The, I'm not sure if he'd want to go back to Metal Gear. I don't know the man, so I'd need to talk to him and say, do you like Metal Gear anymore? Have you like, spent enough of your life on that game? Yeah. But, but apart yeah. from that, it's all viable. I mean, Microsoft going to Konami and getting some of their, their licenses. Microsoft going to Kojima and saying, we can help you realize your creative vision. Um, and get you an audience for it. Those are like totally viable, totally likely things. I don't know if it'll be Metal Gear, like I say, but apart from that, I've got no argument with anything anyone said, so no rise. Just and both, both Xbox and Konami confirmed they're at E3 this year. Yep. Uh, oh, they have? Uh, Konami Konami's being at E3 well? is a strange one, yeah, so hopefully some. Oh, <laughs> strange, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, everyone in chat, all of you, you're 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 covenanted now to pay the for this statue for King David ever happens, man. It's mad. It's mad. But Konami and so there's there's more smoke to it. Jeff Grubb wouldn't say he so once one he alluded to this that the Xbox uh, and Kojima are in talks with to publish his next game. Because some people were thinking it was Dead Stranding, but I think mm -mm. Uh, Sony own. Sony owns that, and it can go to PC, and it can go to the PlayStation. It will be up incumbent upon Sony as a studio to see the profit margin that they will be making with MLB The Show and have uh, any of their games inside Game Pass. I don't know the adverse... Uh, I don't know why a lot of PlayStation dudes are adverse to, to, to my scenario. All right, Sony's bleeding money on consoles bleeding it right and they're one step away from oblivion to be honest with you playstation is the sole uh true revenue stream for the sony corporation besides the movies and uh you know we're waiting for spider-man and we all know they were hurting as much as everyone else during this pandemic as far as movie releases and stuff like that goes because they don't have a true uh streaming service to compensate for the loss of lost revenue for movies not being inside the movie theater that's why they signed the deal with netflix right so but that is a year late and revenue that is not in their pocket at the same time the semiconductor problem is hurting them the most because the PlayStations can't get into the people's hands fast enough for them to even, they're losing money on consoles, but for them to make a profit on software, that's why a lot of the software is being pushed back in order for it to be enough consoles there for them to turn a profit. Okay. So now that we got that part out of the way, <laughs> them being a studio doesn't preclude them from making their old games available on Game Pass yeah. at any point in time. Because if they did say, let's take the old uh, Ratchet and Clank, the old one, yeah. not the new one, the old one, the one that did just boost it for 60 frames per second, and let's release it on a Microsoft platform, and let's see what it does. They're going to make money hand over fist for the simple fact that how many people that doesn't play PlayStation? 
I mean, doesn't play X, uh, doesn't have uh, doesn't have a PlayStation. And the first time they get a chance to play the old Ratchet Clank, which will be new to them inside a Game Pass uh, situation, you say probably 10 million people. How many of the 10 million people will turn around and purchase said game? Let's say 4 million people. That's old revenue that you just turned into new revenue because the game is doing nothing on the platform because it's already sold to its audience, right? Wow. So once they made themselves a studio, they gave themselves an exit strategy. If Microsoft hits 50 to 60 million, they can just say, to hell with hardware. We can just make full money off of the great software we do have that last of us remake that they're making i believe in my heart it's not for the fan base because they will be making that game three times over so far right now the first time they make it the remake for the playstation 4 and uh, the remaster and the remake for the playstation 5 i think that game is for the microsoft audience in my opinion that's a hell of an exit strategy when the time that the movie comes out, they can use that for that. But so that's, I've never heard this one before. When we were talking about Xbox Game Pass moving over to PlayStation, you're talking about the IPs coming to Game Pass. Yes. I mean, if he hit it, so this is not like that, that's almost like bringing the depth now on PlayStation's traditional um, aspirations with hardware. That's, that's only that. the fans. Only the fans will have an outcry. When Sega ditched the hardware and they were bleeding hardware, they ditched the hardware and they became a developer in the studio. They started making profit. They didn't care about getting back in the hardware. How many people, how many Sega fans just keep saying, we want Dreamcast 2 for what? For Sega to bleed more money and can't compete? <laughs> for what? You want this for what? For no reason. This time, uh -huh. Sony would have the superior hardware, the superior infrastructure, the su superior online infrastructure the cloud system they will have everything and all they have to do is develop games which everybody says their games are the best why not just worry about games and don't have to worry about any type of limitations this is like a pitch you're pitching to playstation to see the demise of their hardware <laughs> jim, jim dance moves ryan is doing the same thing <laughs> Your announcement, Ryan, is not being looked at uh, quite positively in the industry right now, or in the core gaming circles. From fan base, um, from the fan base. So Sony CEOs is looking at the money he's turning around and saying, "This guy is going doing a good job." They're not liking <laughs> the fact that you know the, the fan base is not liking that he's cutting down this stuff that no one was using because he sees the metrics and it's costing them money. Let's cut the fat. Let's trim the fat. He's he's a a, a numbers dude. You you know Ains when when you see something is not useful and you're spending money hand over fist for this <laughs> stuff, you're gonna cut it right. You don't use Hulu. Why do you pay? Ten dollars a month for Hulu. Let's cut Hulu. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I know it sounds. I know it sounds far fetched, and I may not be as far down the line as King is right now. But, <laughs> but what he's saying in terms of how they view the market, how they view the numbers, yeah. what is uh, looked at as profitable, viable, long term, etc., is is absolute facts. That's that's how the conversations go. Um, so I, I don't know, <laughs> I, I think where people struggle with this conversation, right? It is the obvious, 
Uh, there's this 20 year old imaginary war uh, between brands, and it's hard for people to fathom change at the scale that, that King's referring to. Yeah, um, but crazy. but but opinions, they're not the things that create change, right? In that sense. It's, it's it's the numbers and the marketplace and the evolution of the industry that's going to do that. And the industry is evolving and it's evolving at a faster rate than it ever has. Um, so, and, and again, this is where the bigger conversation, I know Asa, we've talked about this, the bigger conversation of the Googles of the world and the Amazons yeah. of the world come in is because the you're talking about access to global marketplaces and the infrastructure to support that. And at the end of the day, the PlayStation brand is an incredibly powerful brand, generates a lot of money. It's very global, but there's a big but there, right? But you can't deny that the model they have in front of them right now is a more dated model. And Sony as a company can't play to the level that the, the big three or in the gaming space, only Microsoft can play. Um, yeah. And so... <laughs> I know people hear the, these types of conversations and they're like, oh, you know, they get really nervous or they have trouble kind of uh, comprehending what that vision or that future could look like in the gaming industry. But to think that there's not change to the degree that King's speaking to is coming, you'd be naive. I think so too, because it's like, I think, David, I, you, you're, you've been right for a few times and this does sound yeah. insane you know, to people. You, you know, there's a saying, ashes to ashes, dust to dust, right? Yeah. <laughs> From the dirt you come, from the dirt you will return. Right? Yeah. yeah. Sony was a developer in the beginning. Anybody remembers this? I do. Yeah. They only <laughs> created the PlayStation because of the failed attempt with Nintendo. That was exactly. it. Exactly. It was something <laughs> petty. And yep. then it was like, you know what? We're going to beat you at your own game. Yes. Well, it actually killed off Sega. Right? <laughs> yeah. and, and you can say Sega had this hubris that killed off themselves. That's true. And you can say Sony... Uh, is at the same point where they did this before. They could have killed themselves off with the 360, right? Okay. And uh, with the PlayStation 3 and the 360 came and it gave them the huge, the best battle that they ever had, right? That was Microsoft's best console at that point in time. And yeah. transitioning from the 360 to the Xbox One was a slam dunk, but you had the wrong person in charge. The wrong person in a position of power can destroy your company from within. Leaders matter. That's it. it. Totally. That's how Rome was destroyed. From within. Not from outside entities. Yeah. From the republic within destroyed Rome. Right? Rome yeah. was the biggest. Right? Okay. Now that we know <laughs> that part, right? Now that we understand that an outside entity within itself cannot destroy Sony within, you know, the brand is way bigger than Microsoft. You know, their the prestige carries oh. a, the brand. You know, the, the the Sony video game brand is larger than Xbox yeah. brand, period. Yeah. You know? Globally, yeah. Globally. And we know that their games, are, that's the cachet that they have right now. They have the, just wait, they're coming. Just wait. That's all you hear about Sony. Don't worry. You're in trouble. Just wait. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, when it changes and they are forced out of this situation because hardware is holding them down, they have big big consoles that they can't sell in their home turf. They're abandoning their home turf 
because the numbers dude looked over at the studio that was producing the least and said, we have to trim the fat here. Yeah. All right. When he was consolidating the studios in Europe and abroad, I was telling people before those are cost cut, uh, cutting measures. And that looks like a company that's looking to be sold. What you do is you start removing layers that don't look good so you can pretty yourself up to be sold, in my opinion, right? Now, it could be to be sold or it could be to consolidate these things so you can make these AAA games and have these games on other platforms, PC, Nintendo, Xbox, and you can sell it on your, your 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 box as well. You're only selling like two to three million copies there on a triple A title. Maybe the tops is you're selling six. But if you was actually making it available on all these platforms, you can triple your amount of income easily. But wouldn't, but wouldn't they then before doing that allow Game Pass on their console first and then try that? Because then they could make money by doing relatively little. And I, I don't think the Game Pass model makes them money on their platform more than them putting their games inside Game Pass and allowing Game Pass to be everywhere else. Do you think? Do you think? So you are you suggesting that you think newer day IPs will be appearing on Game Pass? Or are you suggesting the older ones, like you mentioned, defunct ones, the ones that are have like done their bits on playstation like the old ratchet and clank uh i think mob the show is a test bed i think mob the show okay everybody's throwing everybody's throwing the weight on mob and saying mob forced this hand mob really stacked the deck on sony right and i'm not don't think sony did not know don't think they found out the same day you found out in a tweet. Don't <laughs> think that's how that happened. Okay? Trust me. They knew. All right? And they understood the ramifications of this. But don't think they're not going to receive any type of revenue for it being inside Game Pass and making money in Game Pass. If that game sells $10 million in Game Pass, I'm going to tell you right now. If that game sells 10 million in Game Pass and has like 15 million eyeballs on extra 15 million on okay. uh, eyeballs on it, and 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 they will find ways to get all types of IPs on Game Pass to have that same level of success and to generate that same level of revenue on a competitor's platform while making money while selling them same copies on their console. Because if they can't, their console can't do it, and it is a platform that can do it, they're going to do it. That sounds like that sounds a bit crazy, even for like for my eccentricity. I just can't see. That's like Sony throwing in the towel because the games also on PlayStation is still the market leader as well. Hmm. Cole in the chat, what's up? How you doing, Cole? Um, and he mentioned that he did a tweet saying Xbox is the market. Leader. Yeah, X so Xbox is the market leader. Um, right now, I'm, at this moment in time, right now, and now we're not going by the old metrics of 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 hardware sales. Yeah, because that that is not an indicator of success anymore. Yeah, you know, you have to look at engagement numbers, subscription numbers to your base, 
and yeah. Microsoft came in the battle 18 million strong. Yeah. So, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. No, you're fine, King. I was just going to add to that because that's kind of what we were talking about with engagement and, M- and why I brought up MLB, right? Because think about what you're going to have. Like we said, you're going to have a launch. They're going to look at those statistics two weeks in and they're going to see we have a million people playing this on PlayStation. And we have 8 million people playing this on Xbox. And the microtransactions within MLB are four times what they are on Xbox versus PlayStation. PlayStation Studio is going to see that. That's going to happen. Yeah. Um, so then the conversation to King's point begin. Don't you'd be again, you'd be naive to think that doesn't generate a follow-up conversation yeah. within their leadership of we're making four times the money on a different platform from one of our games than we are on our own platform. And again, I'm not trying to allude to something massive yeah. downstream. I'm just stating simple facts. That is going to happen. Yeah. And so if, if you're sitting there in Jim Ryan or any of the executive leadership chair and you're looking at your spreadsheet and you see the revenue from the game you just developed is making four times the amount of revenue on someone else's platform, you can damn well be sure that that's creating a conversation. Oh, yeah. But the conversation is creating... It's not like, Asa, <laughs> you're just smoking around there. What do you want? <laughs> oh, well, I can't remember. And, and one more <laughs> point, too. They've already said they're bringing more games to PC. It's the same yeah. conversation. It is the you're exact right. same thing. You're absolutely right, Aang. Okay. That's what I was struggling to. Something wasn't clicking there, and you said, and that that was it. That that conversation has already happened. Yeah, they've already brought games to PC. Is it my turn? Is it my turn? Awesome. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh man, there's been so much in there. I've been waiting for like 20 minutes to go over some of these points. <laughs> we'll start with MLB because that's most fresh in the memory. So you're absolutely right that Sony would have known at some point during these negotiations with the yes. publisher and the developer, they would have had to figure out how they're going to monetize, like what, what kind of revenue the developer is going to get based on how MLB sell the game on other platforms and subscriptions and other things would have come into that conversation for sure. So there's no way that Sony didn't know. There's also not much they could have mm-hmm. done to stop it um we did konami already didn't we? we've gone past that so yeah the big one sony suddenly giving up everything and putting their games everywhere else the big so for a few weeks i've been saying that there's there's a lot of conversation everyone thinks that sony have to go toe-to-toe with microsoft to compete in this industry and they have to mirror microsoft's approach mm-hmm. and that's not like you said they're not as big as microsoft that's not really viable for them um doesn't necessarily mean that they want to go ahead and sacrifice their traditional model of making these big exclusive games to get mm-hmm. people into their own ecosystem. Be, forget the hardware. Hardware is not that important. It's going to become less important going forwards. But to get people into their ecosystem so that they're getting their share of those third-party games on their ecosystem. Now, Microsoft aren't the only potential partner that they've got there. If they want to push that forwards and they want to look around, they've got other things that they can explore. If they want to go for this seismic shift and say, we don't, we're not big enough to keep this control anymore, we're going to need some help. There'll be plenty of people sniffing, saying, hey, Sony, we'd like to work with you. Plenty of people with big money sniffing as well, Mm -hmm. not just Microsoft. Um, So they've got options there to explore. Things are definitely going to change, but not necessarily necessarily in a way that's going to stop the console warriors from having their fun on Twitter. (laughs) It might go on for a while yet. Um, Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> I ran out. I, I lost lost track. There was there was more in there than that. But <laughs> listen, yeah. Asa, at any point in time, jump in mm. when I'm talking. Shut me up, and, and <laughs> if you have your your point, go straight at me. Because, no, I'm just uh, all up. It's yeah, all good. I'm long winded. Go ahead. Go in at any time. <laughs> um, I want to give a shout out to Isma. Easy. Thank you so much, big supporter of our uh, channel. Thank you so much for the twenty dollar super chat. Um, he says most games played in on Xbox and PlayStation are third-party games anyway. Which is, yep. Yeah. yeah. And between paying twenty dollars a month versus ninety-one dollars for a game in Canada, ninety-one dollars. Yeah, where's he? At? Where's he from? He's in Canada. He's in, yeah. Yeah. yeah so he's, in, he's in Canada. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was. He was just over on our show too, and we okay. got a bunch of Canadian people. And yeah, they. they I was having a it's conversation yesterday about. Yeah, ninety. We just talked about this, right? If you if you were buying Outriders and you were buying MLB and you're a PlayStation Five only owner, again, you're looking over that you're looking over the wall and like, why the hell am I spending one hundred and sixty dollars yep. when they're they're just getting to play it the same day for what mentally feels like free, right? We know it's not free; it's a paid yeah. service, but it feels like it's free. Versus well, Ames, doesn't it pay for itself if you buy if you buy Game Pass for the year and see? See, this is where I see the value, uh, and I and I take myself out of the equation because I was dealt a very good hand when it came to Game Pass very early <laughs> on. Yeah, of course, we we know, we know, right? So, but my son, yeah. um, he he his is purchased, right? Yeah. So instead of uh, me purchasing games throughout the year for him. Like I would do, I would go to GameStop on his birthday or holiday or whatever, yeah. and go ahead. Here's here's some money. Let's get some games. He just has Game Pass, and he has probably like 300 games that he can run around with at all times of the day. And right now that he's doing the rewards program thing, where yeah. he plays a game, he gets money, and he buys you know in-game purchases. He, you know, so you know Fortnite is getting his money. You know, yeah. but it's not actual money, but it is actual money because Microsoft is paying you to play. Yeah. Um, which people doesn't talk; they don't talk enough about that. But if you have this model where you're paying fifteen dollars a month, opposed to a hundred and six dollars in one country, uh, ninety six in somebody else's country, seventy something dollars here in this country, it's not sustainable financially is not sustainable because you're looking at maybe one or two uh games a year yeah. that you're going to purchase and it boils down to those triple a titles that you are sure of that's going to hit because you can't take a flyer on games anymore and it, it actually stifles your level of fun on how you explore certain games you can't do it anymore it is it's absolutely true like um uh what was her name Really attractive woman who's a gaming who got a job at Santa City Santa Monica. Everyone loves her, but what's her name? Adrian. Uh, she she she's the narrative director for uh, for God of War. Uh. Charlon Charlon Hazard. What was her? I can remember her handle, but not her name. Um, she was saying the same thing. Like it opened doors for us. Me and Asa. Remember Alana. last year? Last, oh, Alana Pierce. Alana Pierce. Alana Pierce. Alana Pierce. Alana Pierce. Alana Pierce. Yeah. And she was saying the same thing like ages ago, um, like last summer. She's like, this opens the doors for us to experience so many games. Me yeah. and Acer were at EGX 20 when before COVID 2019. And remember, we had this guy in front of us, and he was just uh looking at our game on daily stuff. And then he was like, Yeah, I used to game on PlayStation, but I've uh, I've switched to Xbox. 
I don't know why. Because like, of Game Pass. Yeah. And he's like a hardcore PlayStation guy. And he just like Game Pass. It was, it's a, it's a, it's a, His name was Jim Ryan. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think Jim Ryan plays video games at all. I don't think he does either. I don't. You, see, you see that interview with Jim Ryan? They asked him what he does for fun. He didn't mention video games at all. I'm like, Not at all. you have one job. <laughs> one job. Talk about your brand. Why are you serious? I didn't see yeah. that. It was in GQ. They asked him what he does for fun, and he talked about like uh, drink, like you know, specialty drinks, mm-hmm. uh, reading, cars, like anything but gaming. So, and, and that in lies the problem. Yeah, you know, because you know, Phil Phil Dominus Maximus Aurelius Spencer. <laughs> he he's a gamer. Yes, he is. Through he is and through. But he's also a company man. Like he's he's been grown through the company to the highest. This he's like a success story. You understand? As far as going to a company and you're not seeing a ceiling on your level of growth. And that's also a testament to the the company of Microsoft within itself that uh, a worker can grow from this level all the way up to and aspire to become this high. So there's no there's no ceiling at at Microsoft, which is fantastic as a company within itself. But and, 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 and how they reach out, that's something totally different. But when your CEO doesn't play games. <laughs> and games is your business. We already know Reggie Fiza may play games, right? Yeah. This yeah. is when your company thrives at the at their highest. You know, when Nintendo was in the dumps a little bit and they got Reggie, Reggie took it to the next level. Yeah. Because his love and his his ear to the streets and he he knowing what is the core essence of the company. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah. having a problem with a disconnect with Sony right now because they're losing touch with their selves and they're losing touch with their fan base. Their fan base is looking over like we don't know who we are. What the hell is going on here? They're not happy. The fact like the core hardcore, I say fanboy condition, but the core PlayStation fan, like as the general fans can see mm-hmm. and can see like this is a Don Matrick kind of thing. You kind of need to go. <laughs> oh boy. Talked about Vib Ribbon and how that game was great. They were supporting it, even though you've never seen another Vib Ribbon again. Um, um, he was talking about that, that they'll still support it. Whereas here, they're trimming the fat, being very cutthroat and corporate. And that isn't bearing well for them in the it's very early days. Things can change. Don Matra got cut quickly. Maybe Jim Ryan. Well, I'm not saying Jim, it's all on Jim Ryan, though. Um, He's so- making money. That's mm-hmm. the problem. Asa knows. He's making money. <laughs> you understand? He's he's showing a positive. If you're not showing yourself in the negative and you're showing a positive, the boardroom does not care. <laughs> about Twitter. Yeah, exactly. yeah, it's true. yeah they don't care about Twitter. They care about that bottom line. They don't. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that will be a problem. Let me just there, catch up. There, let me... One oh, point I wanted to add to the Game Pass thing we didn't touch on, which only compounds what we already talked about with the whole player base and investment right is that it's already in the statistical data if you look at it for game pass that people who play a game on game pass are more willing to spend money and do spend more money in games because again you're getting back to the mental aspect of the value proposition and how you're playing that game so just to compound the whole mlb conversation and and the where that money makes its excuse me where that game makes its money in the show mode where you're mm-hmm. buying the ultimate team mode, where you're buying the packs. 
I guarantee you there's going to be a higher percentage of people doing that on Xbox versus PlayStation. F facts. Let me tell you this. Let's say you saved the $70 and you didn't buy the game, right? Now you, you this is, this. it happened to me. I, they, they put Tekken inside Game Pass. I brought the season pass inside Game Pass, yeah. did not have the game. <laughs> when a game is about to leave, you are forced to purchase this game now because you already got the in-game, but you didn't have the full That's game true. and you have the in-game yeah. content. So what are you going to do? Be stuck with a bunch of content that you can't play? No, <laughs> you're going yeah. to purchase this game. Yep. Yeah, yep. And you yeah. and you get a discount while it's a game. game pass too. You get that too. So yeah, so mentally playing at you, like, okay, well, I have to yeah. buy it. It's going to be a lost thing. I'm getting a discount. <laughs> happen all the time. That's why yes. I spent all around the bloody Apex. It's a hustle. It's a, it's a damn good hustle. It's a damn good hustle, but it's a hustle. It's a hustle I, I wish I thought of. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, see, how many people have played Naruto Boy? Naruto. No, I've played it. Yeah. I, I, I played it, right? Yeah. Now, question. If the game pops up without Game Pass, were you buying that game? No, let me, here's a true story. Here's a true story. I was emailed by the publisher of that game mm -hmm. and said, does your outlet want a code, right? To, mm -hmm. to check this game out. And I checked with the staff at Season Gaming. And we were all like, hey, you know, we might have time to do that. But I never responded to them. Right. Never responded to them. Since it's on Game Pass, four of us at SG have played it. We published a review last week that's on Open Critic. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's one of our highest reviewed games of the year. Yeah. But if it wasn't on Game Pass, we would have never covered it. That's you, what I'm you, talking you about. You gave the code and you didn't even get it. But the Game no. Pass, it's like Netflix. It's literally you flick through. It's like, oh, let me try this. Yeah. It's huge and the narita boy is sick and already review it as well. it's, it's a damn good game good game that wouldn't got it wouldn't have getting gotten the eyes on it if it wasn't inside game pass 100 exactly exactly, exactly. Yeah. The eyes on the thing it's just mad that there's like a backlog of like queue people waiting to go in now just getting mm -hmm. exposure on it uh, that's mad that's mad to me uh, let me just catch up with the super test guys i'm sorry uh, um no problem I'll always reach out. So sorry, to, I don't want to cut the conversation. <laughs> I want to know what Ace is thinking. <laughs> yeah, yo, if I'm ever going to go play poker, I'm taking you with me. Dead Planet, thanks so much for the $5 super chat. Absolutely agree with you. Sony has a real problems on their hand if third party games continue dropping on Game Pass whilst they continue to be full price on that would it, be it. it will not stop because right now Outriders is the number three game being played on the Microsoft platform. And yep. in isn't it in Europe, it's, something like that? Number one selling on the Xbox store in the US right now. Number one what? selling. Yeah, because it's being Pass. purchased. You know, people play it and they purchase it Correct. because if you purchase the game, you get this in-game content and all this extra stuff. It's about the loot with this game. Um, when they say the sales figures on the PlayStation platform opposed to the Xbox platform, companies will be lining up with new IPs and older IPs. The, when the worm shifts is if you can get a Call of Duty day and date inside Game Pass. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That was... and, and I won't go that far in saying that because they're making money anyway. Yeah, right? Yeah. But... They make money off of microtransactions. Yeah. I mean, Ames has said a lot of stuff that made me look over like, this is this is really true. Any game that has microtransactions will live and breathe inside this environment. 
mm-hmm. to an extent that it would not normally do so. Yep. I, and that, and that's only going to grow as that subscriber number goes continues, up, right? Yeah. It's a it's a reinvestment strategy. It's you get the subs, you can pay for bigger content, you mm-hmm. get more subs, you can pay for bigger content. It's a Netflix model. It's exactly mm-hmm. what happened. We've seen it before. Touch of genius because that's what's kind of made Xbox where it's at now. It's mad, and Psychonauts perfect time with that. Thanks so much again for the two dollars of Jagers. Can you feel it? Is the tide turning to Xbox now? Acer is the tide turning to Xbox now? <laughs> I mean, there's massive positive energy around Xbox at the moment. I think a lot of people perhaps overestimate how how significant the, the negativity towards Sony is at the moment. Don't think it'll take very much. I mean, it's we've had this time and time again for the last while, where people go, "Oh, Sony aren't doing anything. They need to respond now. They need to respond now. They need to respond. Yeah. It's too late. They're not saying anything. Sony don't need to say anything until they're ready to, and then they mm-hmm. need to say, here's our next game.' And people will go, "Oh, wow, Sony are great. They're suddenly killing it.' Or well, they can just like <laughs> sit on their hands. They can sit on their hands, and Microsoft will say, "By the way, we're we're increasing the price of Xbox Live Gold or something. Just to shoot themselves in the foot. Like Sony can just be patient mm-hmm. and wait for that to happen." But um. There's massive positive energy for Microsoft. They're doing good things. There's still this massive risk for Sony that they lose the third party because this this is and again this is going back to a point that I missed earlier when uh, when King was talking about Sony potentially becoming more of a publisher. I don't yeah. think um, I don't think Sony like being a publisher. I don't think they like the risk involved in making big games, and they do it because they have to because they have to bring people into their ecosystem. I don't think. Um, Jim Ryan, when he's looking at his numbers, wants to spend these like 200 million to make a new game. Mm-mm. They'd rather not, unless they have to. Um, yeah. And I've just forgotten my own point. Um, <laughs> yeah, but they're going to keep doing that, and they'll turn the narrative back in their favour when they need to, because they've got a strong fan base. They've got a strong fan base who will defend them right now when they're not saying anything. As soon as they drop anything big, people will remember that they do like PlayStation after all. Um, but yeah, you can't argue well, with what Game Pass is doing. You can't argue that the industry is changing, and you can't argue that that is a threat to Sony, and they are going to need to respond in some way or another. Not necessarily mirroring Microsoft, like we said earlier, but they're going to need to yeah, batten down the hatches to make sure they're keeping their customers. They need yeah. to evolve. They will evolve. Well, uh, one of the things um, uh, <laughs> so we've had David Jaffe, the guy who created God of War, um, and I love that guy. I love that guy, man. He's such, such a cool guy. Yes. Um, and he just says it how it is. He's so raw, but I love it. Um, and smoke. Oh yes, give me his address. I've sent a smoking pipe to him. Uh, but um, David Jaffe on his show was saying that he's got contacts, man. This guy was there in PlayStation yeah. by the forefront, and he's like, "I know stuff. You're talking to people. A counterpunch is coming." And you can read the tone of it. It wasn't like he was convinced that it was a sizable one, but it's something. It's coming. It's some a counterpunch to Game Pass. Yep. So maybe they're they're holding out. They have to fight out, which is great for gamers, man. Uh, but like, if Sony are doing a counter punch, yeah, I'm yeah. happen. That'll be interesting to see. Uh, check out David Jaffe, man. He, he's a sick guy. Oh. He's streaming. Whoa, what the hell? Um, <laughs> yeah. All that uh, stuff that they removed out. Um, I, I try to explain to people. They're trying to repackage it and resell it to you in some form or fashion uh, to show some type of value. Could you imagine them releasing uh, their type of Game Pass situation on their platform, uh, you know, with the Vita stuff, uh, the PlayStation 2 stuff, the PlayStation 1 stuff, all the stuff inside there? You know, the value proposition is very high. 
you know, yeah. when, when it comes to something like that and uh, to give back to their fans. The only thing that I don't think that they will ever do is day and date until all hope is lost because yeah. that yeah. model is, is based on an old thought, right? We have to sell X amount. Now, maybe they do it a month later, two months later when sales starts to decline and then they'll put the game inside this form of game pass. It won't be true date and date. And how I see that is, I see that is short-sighted. I see that is uh, you're afraid of your titles uh, viability because they know that their titles is one and done. Their true AAA titles are one and done. So if yeah. they did release these titles inside their game pass type of thing, they are play them and they're on to the next. And yeah. would it get purchased? Maybe it won't get purchased, you know, and they don't release games, AAA titles in a cadence that are, is one and two a year. It's yeah. every other year, you yeah. know, you get these AAA games and I don't think it's sustainable for them. They will have to beef up their development houses. They will have to beef up their cadence. And in doing so, it will lower their quality. And yeah. they have to change the model, right? And yeah. I don't think they're willing and can change the model when their formula has been working for them for such a long time. This is, I think there's a real interesting point there too, because... <clears throat> King's right, right? They, they don't develop games. Their big temple titles are not developed in a cadence that uh, allows them to continue that, right? That's why right. we're seeing these big third-party deals from PlayStation. They yes. don't have enough studios or maybe they don't want to make that huge investment it takes to grow that first-party studio. It's much cheaper to lock down an exclusive third-party deal like Final Fantasy 16 or yep. Spoken for yeah. a year two years in the case of Forspoken, which is crazy to me. Mm -hmm. um, two years. Two years. Yeah, two years. Two years. So the interesting thing, though, right, as all the stuff we've already talked about, as Game Pass grows and its influence grows and you get to 20, 30, 40 million, whatever, wherever the limit is, if there is a limit. Um, but as that grows, if you're a third-party person, right, PlayStation has that weight right now, after mm -hmm. the, especially after the PS4 gen, where they can go to a publisher and say, We'll give you 50 million, lock Final Fantasy down for a year, whatever it is, right? Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yeah. And we don't know the figures or how much they pay to do that. But the point remains is that, say three years from now, Game Pass has 35 million subs, making this up, but a lot more subscribers. And Sony comes to you and says, we want to lock down Final Fantasy XVII. Again, make it just an example, mm -hmm. locking this down for PlayStation 5. Square Enix now has a thought where they have to go, look, we could sign this deal and the game could be on PS5 and be technically a success. But over there, we know we would have 30 million people playing this game. Do we really want to sign a deal that's going to keep those people away from our game for a year or two after launch? Um, yeah. I, I start to think that works now and has worked in the past uh, due to different economies of scale, if you will. Mm -hmm. That yeah. conversation is changing. And I, I, if that's Sony's long-term solution is to keep these big major titles like they talked about yesterday, right? Or Bloomberg did, um, and then fill it with these third-party gaps. I don't know how, I don't know what the long-term viability is that. I think that conversation changes yeah. as well. 
It's interesting yeah. you mentioned the 30 million number of Game Pass as, as that's the kind of tipping point for developers and publishers because that's going to play at them. That's that number that's growing and we're, we're I'm sure we're past 20 million quite yeah. easily. Um, why, why would you ever sign a deal for a game for a year? Why would you ever sign a deal where you're going to be like, yeah, there's 30 million potential players over there and we're just going to keep it from them. No, yeah. no one's doing that. Yeah, not a I business, know. not a not a company. <laughs> not See, a company that wants to stay in business. Yeah. The, we deal with fanboys. Fanboys deal with, oh, you know, this is red and this is blue and red versus blue. And <laughs> it's not like that. No. Yeah. You got to let the team mentality go away. It's, yeah, it's, it's business. It's business. Like when I purchase a PlayStation 5, I purchase a PlayStation 5 knowing that whatever game comes out, I'm going to have. When I purchase a Switch, knowing whatever game comes out, I know when I purchase my Xbox, I'm going to game here mostly. I'm going to yeah. go check those games out over there if it's not available on my console, but I'm a game over here mostly. Yeah. They have to remove that barrier from those thoughts because the company will always do what's in the best interest of the company at all times it's the same way with a sports team you know you can love joe montana but 49 has got rid of him (laughs) you know don't don't remind me king don't remind me (laughs) listen (laughs) hurt my heart too but uh (laughs) bye Yeah, (laughs) you have to go and it's always going to be a time where you know the company will always look out for what's in the best interest of the company and if at any point in time they look over and say we are better served with our games on someplace else where we don't have to worry about any hardware we don't have to worry about anything else because right now microsoft has a superior hardware let's stop that ssd talk let's talk what's really going on they have the superior hardware if they happen to have a level of penetration and they have a superior platform there is no viability in fighting that situation when you can join them and make money and like asa said there's other people that tencent can look over you know uh google which Stadia doesn't have any more uh, <laughs> developers, but if Stadia happened to get Sony as a developer, it kind of changes the, to- the story, right? Or Amazon, for that matter. Or Am- yeah. yeah, Luma, Luma, Luna, Luna. Luna. yeah. Luna. So Which, it- by the way, I've been paying for for the past six months and never played the damn thing. So there you but- go. You're getting ready to cut that, right? You're going to do a Jim <laughs> Dance move lines and cut it, right? I cut it yesterday. <laughs> See. <laughs> <laughs> Just gonna quickly read out the super chat. Sorry, guys. I just wanna because there's loads of there. Um, and really grateful for for that. Gerald Mac, thank you so much for the five dollar uh, super chat. It's a shout out to the Game on Daily Podcast. Gas, you are a cat, but I absolutely love your energy. Shout out to the rest of the panel. <laughs> Salute, hail the Iron Lord podcast. Thank you, brother. Respect to you guys always. Um, you guys are killing it, man. This is smart. Um, and Lord Cogmeo, man, he's he's, in, he's going some next places. Um, Spot and Ghost 17, thanks so much for the five pound super Jake. Only hardcore complain about Jim. It's nostalgia. Jim is evolving the brand, brackets PC. People are resistant to change. Sony can't take a money war. Very well said. It's true. That's exactly what we're talking about. Um, and, I, and I think the, the hate against Jim is unwarranted, although we did early on say it's 
really down to the leadership. Wise old gamer. I think I saw you um Angel Show. Uh yeah. fake son. He was there, right? Yeah, yeah good to see him. Good to see him. Yeah. He's been uh he's been going through some some, some uh, health troubles. Yeah, yes. so good to see him back. That's my oh, dude. Okay. Yeah. Uh well hope you're feeling better. Uh, wise old gamer thank you so much for the five dollar super chat my little boy is a diehard playstation guy the other day he told me that he wants an xbox series x because he can get all the games for 15 pounds 15 dollars a month <laughs> times are changing i see colt in the chat um oh shit wise old gamer thank you to the game on daily member man uh, so. we are thank you so much um for everyone everyone's super chats and, and memberships it means a lot to us as you can see, we're, we're, we're constantly churning out content. We've got so much in the works. Um, it's crazy. Um, Clayton, thank you so much. Uh, great supporter of ours for the $5 Canadian Super Chat. Lots of Canadians in the, in, in the room. I'm back in business, boys. Thank you for always believing in me. Why wouldn't we believe in you? Game on Daily is here. For you. Oh, shit. Another one. Raid and Blade, thank you so much for the membership. Yeah, join the elite <laughs> um, Thank you so much. It means a lot. The support really does mean a lot to us. Lord Nita, thanks so much for the five dollars super chat. King, if someone buys two games for a year, what are the chances of someone choose a new game instead of FIFA, COD, GTA, NFL, and That is very hard because um, you want your dollar to have value. And you know when you're getting Call of Duty, you know what you're getting into. You know what you're getting into when you play FIFA. You know what you're getting into with these uh, AAA titles. Um, so when you're a gamer, you're, you're kind of locked into old habits. And what, what Game Pass and other subscription services uh, do is try to break the norm and try to let all these other games, because there's millions of games being released all over the place. It's about just getting your eyes on it and not just looking at those big three titles that are launched within the year. You know, so the odds and if you're buying games, you're going to buy one of those three for the year. It, yeah, exactly. it, the percentage is like 50-50, to be honest with you. It's going to be like wise old gamers, little kid. It's going to, everyone's going to jump in. It's just not the same. It saved me a lot. I'm a grown man, man. And that money's helping me a lot. Just saving that. Yes. It's, yeah. It's just, uh, I don't know. It's only half a return fire on the multiplayer. It's a very good player. Super chat, actually. Because um, uh, I'm really playing Outriders very heavy right now. And to be honest with you, um, after playing the demo, I wasn't going to buy the game at all anyway. So, yeah. but I was buying MLB the show out of spite. Okay. Literally, <laughs> I was buying it out of spite. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, I had a whole video and everything set up. It was totally out of spite. I don't really play baseball that much, but trust me, by the being I was going, I was going to have popcorn. I was going to do a whole thing. <laughs> I'm going to do it so worse this time. It's going to be so disgusting in what I do this time because I'm actually getting it for free. I didn't spend money. It's y'all in trouble. The internet is in trouble. But <laughs> I can't wait for that. That when when I did the source video, I the first thing that great. came up to me. This is how much of a mind share you have on me. When I saw that. All I could just see is your face flashing before my eyes. I'm like, oh my God. Wait, wait, wait till he wakes up. And then I had to put you in the source video, bro. Because your energy was going into me while you were asleep, bro. I was just like, I have yeah, to do this. My phone, I, I woke up. Because usually I turn my phone off, right? Because you want to get some restful sleep. So I turn my phone off. I woke up literally to like 300 messages. And I'm like, what? Who died? 
Oh my God, you ever been afraid to open your phone? And I'm like, oh my God. And I look and it, I said, oh, this is fantastic. <laughs> you ever took a shower with great vigor? Like, I felt like the, the guy <laughs> in the Old Spice commercial. <laughs> I, I stepped my tea, I came downstairs, I was getting dressed, I was smiling. <laughs> I had the song. I had everything ready. <laughs> it, it was a magnificent morning. And it's only because I'm that petty. Um, <laughs> Me and you both, man. I just like, I just love the culture war. I'm such a prick. Asa, we need you. Game on Daily is such a zen thing thanks to you, man. You're the balance, man. It's so... Like I've like hated what N4G did. I'm just like channeling it through source. For source. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh man, I love you, King David, man. Yeah, you are. <laughs> he he hit me in the DM. He was like, "Yo, can I use a video?" I was like, "Of course." Then I saw the video. Then I, I showed my wife. I was like, "Yo, check it out! Check it out!" <laughs> <laughs> just I was just literally playing that, and then just dancing. It. I did so many skits on that. I had so much energy throughout that whole video. Yes. But, um, no lie, because uh, mate, I die in the studio. No one understands. There's like 15 lights on me when I'm making this video. <laughs> yeah, right. Hot as hell. But to get the energy back, I, it's not like I took a line or anything. I'd listen. I'd watch your video again, and then stop <laughs> it. Boom! I was back into it. That <laughs> was my energy. I'm not, I'm not shaking you. That was exactly what I was doing. Oh, <laughs> Games Lord. Thank you so much for the uh, HRK, which is it's a Croatian uh, currency. I found it out. You are very generous viewers. Uh, 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 thank you so much. Uh, to hell, to hell with microtransactions. They cripple games. Well, no. I don't think they do. I, no. I say that as more packs on Apex Legends. Uh, you know, I hope that, yeah, I mean, we've we've all had that opinion in the past. The fact of the matter is, our opinion doesn't matter. Um, it doesn't microtransactions are tens of billions of dollars a year in the gaming industry and they're growing year over year so it is are, they, are they predatory um if you have an addictive personality of course you yes. know but then uh, so are so many other things right yeah exactly so um at, at the same time you you, you can't there, there's a lot of wars going on there's a lot of debates and stuff and a, and a lot of angst that you can have at, at certain things but again there is a choice you have a choice in this life to choose to purchase these microtransactions or don't and if somebody is uh, doing some at an unhealthy uh rate they should have uh gamers anonymous they should open up these, and I'm serious because I do have a friend that actually, you know, goes out and he spends, you know, a tons of money. I used to play World of Warcraft. When I started spending real life money, I had to cut the game off. Yeah, I said this, this, this has to stop. I was I was buying gold to to make gauntlets or do whatever. <laughs> this has to a hundred dollars. When I did a hundred dollars, I was like, I'm addicted. This is the problem. <laughs> you know what? A better example of a problem. So Gaz likes his Apex Legends and I've got my youngest boy was playing it and got one of these heirloom items that are really hard to get hold of. And I told Gaz, yeah. like my nine year old's just got this this heirloom knife that you really want. And in a fit of jealous rage, Gaz spent 160 quid to get the wrong heirloom. No, that's the personality no. that's a problem. Yeah, I have spent over a thousand now on 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 packs, and I still haven't got the heirloom I a want. Thousand uh, pounds? 
I'm a, I'm a horrible person. I'm sorry, Games Lord, you're going to be disappointed in me. <laughs> so, anyway, like we were saying, oh, wow. opinions don't matter. Exactly. Dollars, you can thank Gaz. <laughs> Especially when EA is like, thanks, guys. <laughs> you know what the worst thing is? Look, I bought these packs. I bought the max level pack so many times. And I'll tell you, it is so extortionate. I've got 30, 30 consecutive packs and I've just got grays. You know, the worst. I'm just saying that's gray. Great, great. Yeah, but look what you were doing. Babysit you babysit all the time. It. You can clip it, yeah. Get You know what the problem is? How many times does your son buy packs? Never. I don't Never. Them. Never. <laughs> so this is how you hook someone. Yeah. They already know you're hooked. Yeah. And yeah, they know the that way. you're chasing, that's right? That's it. Your son, he doesn't do it. So what you do, you give him something really rare to make him think that this is gonna happen all the time. Yeah. So they want that reoccurring and they charge. Know that. They know. They know. They know that. You. They know you. They yeah, already got That's you. They give me this shit all the time. They give me some crappy packs. All they know. They know. They're gonna keep packs. doing it too. To you. Don't play for like two months. Then come, come back. They're gonna give you that. That what you're looking for. Yeah, and, all right, give pack. it to them. But then say. So, <laughs> But microtransactions is it's, it's a too big a topic to go into right now. Um, yeah, right. There are there are times when there are done quite fairly in a way that you can't argue with, where they're supporting a game that's got a yeah. long life that's not charging you otherwise, and you can kind of support right. that. But there's also games where you just don't appreciate the microtransactions at all. And if you're one of these people like Games Lord that says I hate microtransactions, I'd rather spend seventy quid on Returnal, then Sony's yeah. got your back there. Like they're still yeah. doing that right if you're that kind of audience. Yeah. yeah, or yeah. you take their seventy quid and uh, put it inside Game Pass and wait for Returnal <laughs> to drop inside Game Pass <laughs> because I don't think that game is worth seventy dollars on its best day. <laughs> yeah, so it's forty bucks maybe. And again, we're talking about microtransactions. How much is Roblox worth? Forty-five billion. Mm. Huh? I know. Forty-five billion. How does that work? <laughs> We, we just said how it works. There's these people named Gaz that sit over there and click a whole Clicking, bunch of Clicking, right? Gray, gray, gray. <laughs> ooh, ooh, a blue. I got a blue. <laughs> oh, they gave me a blue this time. And the next ooh. 10 packs, I'll gray, get my... Uh, gray. Yeah. gray, gray. <laughs> While his son oh. goes and opens his first card, and it's like... <laughs> <laughs> he just started playing the game from the thing I want. So oh. okay, Horrible. Um, Abe, thank you so much for the five dollar super chat. It says, I heard this from another YouTube commenter, uh, commentator, but Game Pass adds a free to play element to indie to AAA paid games. Free to play are some of the most profitable things around. As a yeah, that's element- as in as in arguably, and this is the criticism that's always been leveled at Game Pass is potentially. And I don't think Microsoft are particularly doing this, but potentially it's not too different to the free-to-play model in that you put your game on there like your Fortnite or your whatever, and you monetize the crap out of it. Because it's taken away that barrier for entry and you look for other ways to monetize. So it's a valid concern, but actually Game Pass does support all kinds of different models. And Phil Spencer's always talking about that, like there's different revenue models that are valid for different games. Game yeah. Pass is part of the equation, but it's, it's not destroying games so far, so... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's a sense yeah. of responsibility there, don't you think? Like a sense of responsibility for Xbox as a brand to make sure uh-huh. that curation of the games going into Game Pass 
doesn't become too narrow-minded, right? I think I think it allows that expansiveness, as we talked about, more people playing different types of genres and different types of games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do Absolutely. think like, it is a, a valid concern, and people playing games and subscribing to Game Pass should keep a keen eye on it and make sure that it's not pushing that way and push back if it does. Yeah. But agreed, hmm. agreed. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But that's a good point about the, the, the responsibility there. Um, uh, Spartan goes, thank you so much for the two, uh, two pound super chat. Goes, PlayStation in the bushes. <laughs> yeah. Um, not yeah. yet. <laughs> not, not yet. And, 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 and I don't want you all to say, you know, the PlayStation is in the bushes because for them to be like, okay, so if I was taking over the company, if I was Jim, Jim Dance Moose Ryan, right, <laughs> I will be working on a hell of an ex- exit strategy. Right. And 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 that would be having my games on the most profitable uh, platform. How can I get these investors to to get tons and boatloads of money by saving money with uh, neat without needless spending? Needless spending is research and development on hardware that you don't need to do if your your key element is software. Yeah. We, we all know that Sony's hardware is not the greatest hardware in the world, you know, um, and, and trust anybody <laughs> that's running out here saying that your Sony makes the best hardware in the world. They are always the weaker console. You know, they're like the most powerful console for a week and then it stops. Right. So they're the weaker console and don't say move controls and stuff like that. Nintendo does all that innovation. They copy. That's Throw that out. Yeah. Let's throw all the research and development out. Let's throw all the hardware and all that stuff out. Well, let's cut that division out. Let's save money here. How much billions do you think they save here in doing that? If they don't make a nickel off of selling consoles to you right now, and they're worrying about logistics and shipping and all this other stuff, if there's a digital model and all they got to do is make code and make games, and get these games on a digital platform without shipping it to no store, just hitting the click of a button. Who's how much money you think they're gonna make here? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, because but... if they're making money off of software, and they just gotta worry about software. Yeah, that's... I don't think this. I well, anyway. I don't. I don't want that to happen to PlayStation. I want it to be there in the hardware. hardware. Why? You... Because it's a selfish reason. it's it's an absolute selfish reason there's no other thing other than if if you want the stability of the company and you want them to drive like no other as a developer sega as a developer is better than sega the hardware company you think not Uh, you got I think you guys are talking about two different things, right? Yeah, yeah, looking, yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. King's yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. business. Gaz is talking about personal. Yeah, yeah. he's talking about his. Yeah. He, he likes his. He likes looking at his PlayStation. I'm I mean, the same way. Like I, 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 yeah, I'm the same <laughs> way. I want. I want totally all these guys to continue making consoles, but yeah, yeah. realistically, yeah. there, there, there's a market you have to look at. I love I'm, my I'm turbo like, graphics. I'm like the one person. Who, who plays games seriously, but I'm like the one person who was actually pleased that the Xbox One had Connect and all of that crap. Because when you're talking about no, hardware, no. yeah, like as well. Boy. When you're talking about hardware, though, I've got very little interest in consoles that are effectively the same thing and just have restrictions on what software you can play. And that's yeah. once they took away all of these weird features of the Xbox, it was just a lesser PlayStation 4. And that was a sad time. And now you can yeah. argue that the current consoles, the PlayStation and the Xbox, 
In terms of hardware, there's a lot of redundancy there. You don't really need two sets of hardware. You've got two different boxes providing services. So I, I don't value the mm -hmm. hardware side of it, and I don't expect the hardware side of it to remain particularly important to either Microsoft or Sony, which isn't to say that they're going to get rid of hardware. For them, hardware is an on-ramp into their ecosystems, and so long as that's an effective way to get people into their ecosystems, they'll keep on doing it. But yeah, but it's not what makes them interesting as companies. The hardware isn't isn't really it. But nope. Yeah. Yeah, um... Gaz is like, stop, please, no, stop please, right. no. I can't look beyond the box. Um, uh, thank you so much, Gerald Mack, for the five dollars super chat again. He goes, congratulations to Microsoft for reaching two two trillion dollar job, <laughs> the two trillion dollar tier job. Well done. I don't know what the number behind the two number. trillion dollar market cap. Yeah. Is that what it's two 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 trillion? You can't even say it. It's so crazy. What the hell? Someone just super chat like trillion 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 and just see what he does. Yeah, right. Trillion trillion club. Like, damn! Like everything. After that super chat, and after what we talked about, Kick David is right. No man, we're trouble. I'm telling you. See, this is the problem. Before Microsoft was trying to do what Sony was doing. Trying to fight them in the same game. Yeah. That wasn't the game that they was gonna win. They was not gonna win quality. You know, um, <laughs> first of all, Sony was out longer. That's one. Yeah. Right? And they 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 sharpened their steel going up against Sega and Nintendo. Nintendo forced Sony to raise their bar on the quality because Nintendo's quality was here. I remember when Sony yeah. quality was here. Yeah. Anybody remember jumping <laughs> jack flash? <laughs> okay, uh, remember that? Remember Parappa the Rapper? Uh, yeah. Don't don't cap and sit here and tell me Parappa the Rapper was the greatest thing to say. Yeah. I don't want to hear it. I know okay? you play Gex, man. You love Gex. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean that's the three that's a three DO title. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> all right. Um, I was I was there for all these consoles. All right, and they and they go through their iterations, and there's always going to be a void, and there's always going to be a fill. But right now we're going to a point where it's not more or less consoles. We're going to platform status now. Microsoft's end game is Game Pass, right? And it, it's not hard to see. They want Game Pass in every television. Like right now I can go upstairs in my TV. None of my devices can be on, only my television. And my children can watch YouTube, Disney Plus, Hulu, all that stuff through the television through the apps yeah. now it's going to be a point in time when one of those apps is going to say game pass yep and you're just going to pick up your controller and interact with your television with nothing under it nothing tethered to it just your controller yeah. playstation realizes this as well they're trying to figure out how to get to this spot they're more legs behind microsoft in this race Microsoft knew this going forward. That's why they already had servers. And when Microsoft said they don't view Sony as competitors, everybody like, what are you talking about? They're better than you. What are you yeah. talking about? <laughs> trillions, trillions, you said? <laughs> this is a different type of company model going on here. So you have these servers, then you have the platform. Then you have the backing behind the whole trillions thing. 
and you have the greed that comes with a company of that size. When it turns into the board says, when the board says, why aren't we the market leader? Yeah. That's the trouble for the other competitors. Why aren't we head and shoulders above these guys that don't make half of what we make? Why aren't we larger here? Was well, a kind of very different conversation with uh, Phil Spencer and Satya Nadella in that regard because mm-hmm. Satya Nadella was like asking him, "Do we don't really need to be here?" And Phil Spencer said, "Double down on it. This is the scope for it." And boom, there you go. You got his blessings. Why and... wouldn't you be in the fastest growing industry? Exactly. I mean, why why wouldn't you be there? It, it's it was... growing exponentially. Ask yeah, Google. <laughs> <laughs> Google saw the Zenimax deal and was like, "Okay." Yeah. All right, let's pack it up. <laughs> you guys over there, I know you're making a game. Close it. Close it down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's true, though. I might have bought that quick, and then yeah, that kind of was the death knell for all stadia. Um, but yeah, good point. Very um, fast. Expect, uh, Xbox Expansion Pass, aka Luke, aka Insipid Ghost. Thank you so much for the $2 super chat. It's Big Brother Ains. <laughs> Same Ains who was making fun of you in the last show, and I did a super chat to say Luke is the best. You didn't even give me your love, but thank you so much for the super chat. <laughs> <laughs> mad love for you. Um, Mariana Popper, thank you so much, Mad, mad Massive support, uh, $10 super chat to help gas, uh, to, help, to help the gas apex funds. Oh, <laughs> oh man. damn, Pompa! You just threw that money away. <laughs> yeah, right. it's going straight to the back. And it's probably going to be gray items. So sorry. Uh, Rocket Rocket League used to do that to me. Oh my god, Ace! Don't tell him what I did on Rocket League either. As well. Oh no, you have a very addictive personality. <laughs> oh, man, <laughs> very bad. Gamers <laughs> Anonymous, I'm sending you the first card. I'm, I'm gonna have him beta test my first game. <laughs> Tons of microtransactions, right? For you to log in is five dollars. <laughs> but I, I'm the worst, man. I remember I was uh, there's a party in Vegas, a pool party. There's a gambling. Like a blackjack thing in the middle of the pool. I was oh, there. No. I, didn't even, I missed the night because I was just there. I was such oh, a, no. I'm, Hell I'm, no. Don't be like me, people. I'm, I'm I, don't, I, don't, I don't gamble. I don't, I, don't, I don't care for it. It's not yeah. my thing. You know, I, I respect my money. I've learned very young yeah. to respect my cash. <laughs> <laughs> and to, give, to yeah. give my cash out and not to receive something in return, I'm like, ah, I can't do that. <laughs> I can't do that on hope. I don't like hope. <laughs> no, no, no. In Vegas, I received something with Apex. It took me money. I, I'm red. I'm in red and Apex. Yeah. Um, Isba, again, thank you so much for the ten dollars uh, super chat, man. Uh, because a lot of people don't realize how Game Pass is amazing. Um, yeah, the masses, the mass market. I think you're right about the mass market penetration. How many games of a hundred and four dollars? Because this is what Isma pays for. He's going yeah. for Returnal. Hundred and four dollars for Returnal. Ask him if he's going to buy it. Yeah. Well, he, well, he, well, I don't know. Isma, are you buying? Let us know. Not in the super chat. Just, just, yeah, just put us, put it there. Let us know if you buying it for hundred. If you are, you gonna take a chance? Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I, mean, I love House Market, uh, House Market, but I, they're an indie developer, as far as I'm aware, and a hundred. That's right. Forty dollars. Listen. Anytime a game, you got to learn. Code word for try this out. 
procedurally generated, randomly generated, those stuff right there, I walk away from. I've oh, learned okay. from randomly generated dungeons a <laughs> long, long time ago. And I used to play Kingsfield and all these other games. And when you go inside and it's randomly generated, sometimes you get a wonky type of game. And you're like, oh, man, I really I should have saved my money on this. No, I'm not doing nah. it. Uh, no, man, Rotana looks sick. Rotana looks sick to me, man. Mm -hmm. I would pay $104 for it, but maybe, I don't know. IV sick? IV sick? Or <laughs> COVID sick? Because <laughs> it really doesn't... It don't look like $70 for me. I don't care what the reviews are. Nobody chews my food before I eat it, so I don't care what somebody else deems good. Like, because I... <laughs> I just really don't. I I, I play stupid things uh, uh, like Golgato, like you know games like that, stuff like that. I've run inside Game Pass and I look around and I'm I'm checking out new experiences and I'm trying new things, and I find gems all the time. I'm like, wow, this is stuff I would never have tried. Yeah. At the same time, nobody can ever tell you what is your next jam, what is your next favorite game, yeah. and. If you stick to what's safest, you're never going to explore. But this gives you the freedom to just go explore, just go see what's out there, what's different. You don't maybe you, you're a turn-based uh, strategy card game dude and didn't know it, yeah. but you yeah. never ran out to buy it because you didn't want to spend sixty dollars on the next Dungeons and Dragons uh, turn-based strategy card game. Hundred percent, man. Yeah, you're. you're... You know, I think I was on your show, um, or the Iron Lord po podcast, where we talked about when, you know, when we were, and I was back home in Pakistan, we had piracy. We had a, a, yes. a wallet of PlayStation games. We would play all of them because they were negligible. They were cheap. That's the only way I could play those games. Whereas right. Game Pass feels like that. It feels yep. like you're, you're almost like pirating these games. So you're not, mm -hmm. but you're now more inclined to try these games. And you're right. So if Game Pass, so you won't play Returnal. Like oh hell! I'm not. I'm not paying Returnal because I'm not paying seventy dollars. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So this is listen. It was on Game Pass. You were. guarantee this, right? I'm buying Ratchet and Clank day one. Yeah. Guarantee that. That's a hundred percent. Sony yeah. has my bucks. My PlayStation yeah. is gonna stay off yeah. until that day. And when <laughs> it comes out, I'm gonna t I'm gonna put it in. I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna beat it. I'm gonna play it so hard. Pause. <laughs> I'm going to play it until my eyes bleed. And then once it's over, the PlayStation is going to go off until the next game shows up and I'm going right back to my Xbox. But I'm not going to do the experimental games. It yeah. just won't ever happen for me. You're right, man. You're right. That's exactly what I do now on uh, on PC on, or Game Pass. It's like mm -hmm. um, it's a huge mental barrier there. Um, uh, the Dark Knight... <laughs> Referring to my uh, struggles with microtransactions. Thank you so much again for the five pounds. <laughs> I know the struggles, Gaz. My Tinder premium sub is wasted money too. <laughs> I'm sorry, not having luck on Tinder. <laughs> sorry, Dodge. Uh, Victor, all, uh, Alistine, thank you so much for the $2 super chat. Game Pass, the Narita boy saving the console world. Uh, console world. Um, what? Uh, Game Pass is saving the console world or Narita boy? Or both? I, I think you're alluding to both. Primarily the former, though. I'm not sure. I think I've messed that up. I'm an idiot. But Amazon Luna seems to be doing um, a Game Pass-like service and might beat Sony to the punch after Xbox. 
What do you guys think? What's good? King? When they put it with my Prime service. Um, okay, so before I used to have a different type of music streaming service. And then when Amazon Prime added Amazon Music to it, yeah. I solely exclusively went there because I, I paid for Amazon Prime. I use yeah. Amazon. It, the click of a button, the use of ease, the free shipping, stuff like that makes it fantastic for myself, makes yeah. it easy for my family. And, you know, it's just easy. When I listen to my music, I listen to everything. I have no problem. I don't have to worry about buying an album. I have all the stuff that's included inside that. Yeah. When they include that inside the Prime service, then I will become a user. But oh, the moment, yeah, yes, yeah. But while it's separate, while it's a separate service, I don't yeah. see the viability. I don't see the interest in it for myself. There's no yeah. value there for me. Yeah. What about you, Ains? You're already subscribed to it, but <laughs> <laughs> I already spent a Returnal's worth of money on the damn thing. Um, I- I'm exactly with King. Uh, exactly same spot in that uh, I did the same thing. So I have Amazon Prime, like many, many millions of people use it for a lot of things. Um, I switched over to the music service because it's integrated. It's simple. I, I play it when I work out, play it on my computer. It's all one. So what when Luna like does Amazon? Amazon's music? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, is it good? Hell yeah. Yeah, it's the same as any other, you know, it's oh, just so like Spotify, Spotify. Oh, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, Spotify is obviously the big one, but it's it's the same thing, but to King's point, you integrate it with Prime, it's all one thing, it's easy. It's oh, easy. okay. I didn't even know that. Okay. Yeah. So uh, exact same place, like I said. I think to, to your original question of is Amazon setting up like a Game Pass like service? It feels that way. It just I have to wonder and I know Asa and I talked about this a bit too. I have to wonder why they're move, seemingly moving so slow. They obviously have the money. They yeah. have the infrastructure. Um, they just created that new studio in Montreal, which is being led by four mm-hmm. of the Rainbow Six Siege heads. Mm-hmm. So those guys left Ubisoft. They're now starting the Amazon first party studio, one of them. Um, so once they start buying content and getting Luna out there to the masses, they have an incredible delivery mechanism, right? Mm-hmm. Amazon's everywhere globally everywhere and aws their server infrastructure is everywhere so yeah i mean they can very easily well i won't say very easily i should say they could very quickly if they want to ramp up a delivery of luna to the masses and yeah i think they will we'll see what happens um uh, let me let me say this is the reason for the hesitation (laughs) on their part uh penetrating a market is very hard when you're coming into the gaming market because gamers are very fickle True. All right. So no matter the product, gamers want to see a track record. Nintendo has a level of uh, a track record that has spanned, you know, so many decades that these dudes can really do no wrong and always one pitch away from a home run that we know that Sony um, at the same time has built up that track record because when they first came into the business, uh, people were like, who is these guys? What are they doing? We've seen their games that they're made. We don't, mm, I don't know. And they got there by getting the pretty girl, Final Fantasy. <laughs> hey. <laughs> and turning the heads and the minds of, of the gamers, you know, in that way. And they built up their equity over years. I don't think in this high stakes game of chicken, Amazon is willing to try it at a fast pace because any misstep here 
they turn into stadia i was just gonna say especially after looking seeing what happens has happened yes. to stadia so yeah i agree with you it's calculated right yep it's in a beta form and they're going to keep it in a beta form until it builds up a, a a large enough equity for them to launch it full steam the same way xbox isn't going full steam ahead with xcloud they're keeping yeah. xcloud in beta form allowing you to try it watching the metrics seeing the the, the numbers come in to when they shift this the 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 servers over to uh 1080p or a 1440p and able to give it to you at a stable rate that's when you start to see it remove itself out of beta but right now it's a plus yeah yeah absolutely a shout out to 370 people watching smash that like button guys if you um uh if you're enjoying the show man um the, the show's longer than normal but um my list of topics the whole thing's out of whack because we're just talking naturally it's, so, it's such a good show uh, and, and you guys are in the super chats are actually leading it because i read a super chat and we ended up uh, discussing those points so thank you victor for that point as well isma thank you again for the two dollar super chat he says it's not he's not gonna buy return or anymore because game pass has taught him how things should be man told you damn man <sighs> yeah you did told you. Um, yeah it's crazy um uh, Raiden Blade, our new member, thank you again for the £2 super chat. He goes, thank goodness to Outriders, normal crossouts. What's crossouts? Cross a game, car vehicles that you build. Another, it's oh, free okay. to play on Xbox. I think. Oh, okay. oh, cool. Um, oh, uh, Chap Sandberg's talking about Amazon. Thanks so much for the $5 super chat. Amazon Music HD is awesome. High quality tracks too, like Tidal, but with better selection. <laughs> so if I'm in Prime, I can get this, right? It's yeah. not free, but you can add it as part of your account. Oh, the HD, oh. the oh, HD yeah. part is is paid for. I don't do the HD part. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just do the free part. I do the one that you know. I've been with Amazon since Amazon Prime since the beginning. Once they said free <laughs> shipping, I was like, whatever, give it to me. <laughs> They're killing me with shipping. <laughs> I'll definitely check that out for sure. Um, uh. I've spent too much money on Crest Out since Skyfall. Thank you again for the two pound super chat. I didn't check that. Well, actually, I don't because you're talking about money and being spent. That's not bad. Can we discuss Death Loop Delay? Thank you, Ashu, uh, in the chat. I, you're right. That was one of the topics. Let's. Oh God. Um. Okay. We have quite a lot of things here. Very quickly, I just want to ask because um, Last of Us Two, uh, Last of Us Remake, Ainsley. Why the hell is that even a thing, man? Isn't that just stupid? To me, I was just like, why? Like, you make Last of Us remaster, now you're gonna make Last of Us again. Yeah. So I think again, we've almost already covered this because of the conversation yeah. on the bottom line. Yeah. The fact is, Last of Us is one of their biggest IPs. They have a show coming. <laughs> they can they can collaborate and coordinate on last of us on a new gen of hardware alongside a new show and a new audience and as king just alluded to it is money it is money and it's guaranteed money um and it's cheaper i would think in theory than developing a new ip or a yep. brand new game from scratch um and so there's it's also i mean let's not forget it is a beloved beloved game and one of the highest rated games of all time too so mm -hmm. you know there there is an I'll, i'm gonna buy the damn thing you can I call might. me a sucker all you want i just have a severe fondness for the last of us tonight. you want to i know it's not alone make it look its best before you put it on game pass right king <laughs> <laughs> listen um like like he's saying you know tv show 
they might recast the face of uh, Joel and, and Abby and all that stuff to match the actors from the show. Um, how how they're going to do it, uh, the, the different new audiences. Remember, they have the deal with Epic. So Epic is bleeding money right now trying to fight Steam. And how to do so, you have to have, you know, PlayStation games over there, you know, and it, it only helps their bottom line because as a partner with Epic, you know, you're going to make money from the games that's being sold there. So it would only preclude you uh, from 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 not doing that. You you have to be crazy not to put something in a store you own part of, right? So I, I believe Sony games will be going into Epic Store first before they go to Steam and all that other stuff at some point in time. Uh, but the, the game is better served, especially if you face cast they, and they and they have no problem with doing this because they did this with spider-man yeah. all right so when they did it with spider-man and they changed the face of uh peter parker to the new actor yeah you know it, yeah, it was an uproar but still the game sold right yeah so what still <laughs> we don't care if you want to play with the old face go buy the old game all right <laughs> it's very simple it's in the wild if you want to play with the old face joel go buy the old game they're going to probably reface them to match the actors to appeal to that new market and being a studio and trying to get the maximum amount of dollar we can sell it on our platform and we can also place it here to garner this amount of bread here it has to happen especially if you already if 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 you already been there <laughs> yeah doesn't hurt you for going back yeah,、um, yeah. 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 y
Um, and I know a lot of people say, well, what about Nintendo? Nintendo really has NVIDIA. NVIDIA has a very powerful infrastructure when it comes to their cloud gaming structure for their games. So um, Nintendo was using that uh, cloud-based stuff with the Switch. They uh, practiced with it, with uh, what was that, Resident Evil uh, 2 or something like that. And yeah, and, and it looked really well. They have a couple of games that they were using. And I think uh, NVIDIA Gold or something like that is it's it's a really good service. So once they start to leverage that with the next switch, I believe it'll, it'll take off. Sony, Sony already got into a partnership and they didn't go with uh, Amazon with uh, AWL because they, they, they went with Azure uh, Cloud with Microsoft. They already have that server base uh sold up there so i think google is really the odd man out so as far as leveraging their tech they probably show their tech off to see if they can use it as far as putting their your stuff in a browser because i think their browser usage is the best so far the small amount of bandwidth that is needed to to launch games from their browser but that's about it yeah okay Fair enough. I, I, I'm not a favor of the topic, so that's good. Take on. I didn't know that, but what you said, Ainsley, about um, Azure being close second to AWS. Yeah, and that's last I looked at it um, several months uh, ago. I think someone in chat said Azure made more money than AWS last year. I think it's a bit. <clears throat> Very well could have. I mean, uh, the, if you look at Microsoft's uh, fiscal reports, right, the, the cloud computing space is just yeah. it's exploding. I said AWL. I know what you AWS. Meant, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I was, I was thinking about AOL. Trying to date ourselves, King. I know. Well, hey, I remember getting those discs. I had a bunch of them. <laughs> <laughs> JD Game, thank you so much for the $10 super chat. That's very nice for you. Sony has a counterpunch to Game Pass coming, and it might take the form of games, anime, movie. Uh, movies You're about the Crunchyroll thing. Crunchyroll. Yeah, the Crunchyroll thing is on the back burner, brother. Sorry to bust your bubble. Uh, is it? Yeah, it's on the back burner right now. Oh, what do you mean? It's not on the back burner. Well, like, well that hold. means it's like it's on hold right now. Oh, is it it's, hold? Yeah, it's, it's, on, it's on hold right now. It's, yeah, no, it's not. It's, <laughs> when they announce it, then <laughs> you'll know it's announced. Oh, okay. All right, so everything is a whole bunch of speculation until Sony says, yeah. Us and Crunchyroll is doing this and uh, exactly so time has to yeah. be right. You know, I know everybody wants I, I want the punch, I want the punch to come because I don't want to pay for games. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna still pay for games, Bucky. Hashtag whatever the hell it is. Um, yeah, so I want to move on. Ashley, thank you so much uh, for reminding me. Um, he wants to talk about Death Loop. So the death loop <laughs> has been delayed. <laughs> <laughs> hey, all right, well, King, go for it. Well, so I it was another one, and then I saw on the internet some really bad takes on it. Please tell me you don't echo these. Uh, but wait, hold on. Why, <laughs> you know, why do you like you don't read into this? Like, what what's happened? I find it absolutely hilarious because you know Sony dudes is gonna blame Microsoft. Oh, you knew the game was gonna be hot. Yeah. Hey, and y'all control them now, and y'all put the shutdown. So what if they did? <laughs> so, Wait, so, yeah, yeah. You don't think they actually did that, though? No, right? I don't. No, I don't. Yeah. But it's funny though. Many <laughs> people were saying that. I saw some people in my timeline like espousing. I'm like, are you serious? Please. Like, are you, 
Exactly. Someone said it was a deep state conspiracy theory yes. that Microsoft is not able to. Play. A game got delayed. I mean, every game's getting delayed. It's yeah. not that big of a deal. But you know why? This this alludes to my 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 greater overarching fact. <laughs> you respect Phil Dominus Maximus Aurelius Spencer now, and you know he's a Bond villain. Right, so he's he has graduated to the point where you thought he was kind, hugging babies and kissing babies. He was like, he's too soft for the job, and we then you realize he's like the claw, <laughs> and, and and he has done diabolical things to have your first party game launch day and date and Game Pass where you got to pay for it. That's some Bond villain ish. Right, I don't care what nobody says, and it's the best baseball game on the planet right now. Don't lie, you love it, and you know where to go play it for that price. That's bond <laughs> level. That's bond level. All right. So now, when Deathloop gets uh pushback, you're like, that's not above him. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny, but okay, like to Ain's point, a lot of games is being delayed, and Bethesda's reason is they wanted quality uh, to be at a certain level. This is a new IP, people. They can't have a new IP come out, and especially now, given the finances and the time that Microsoft has afforded them, they can fine-tune a game that they were iffy on. They want it to hit. They want a new IP to be like Prey, you know, to Prey 2, you know, uh, uh, other games in their ilk that they have. They want this game to live on. So, yeah. yes, the game still is coming out for Microsoft. So it doesn't matter if it's delayed on uh, the PlayStation platform. The game will still release on the Microsoft platform at some point in time. But trust, you want a, a, a finished game. You don't want a half-baked game. And you don't want to say Microsoft. First thing Microsoft doesn't want to hear is that they sabotage the game for it to play worse or look bad or play like trash on a PlayStation oh, yeah. console. You know, oh, so wow. they damned if they do and they damned if they don't. Yes, yeah, but damned if they do, they damned if they don't. If, if that game come out with bugs, it's all eyes on Microsoft. Exactly. Gets delayed, it's Microsoft delayed it. Um, but yeah, uh, that. Fair enough. I, I don't know what more we can talk about the Deathloop delay other than the fact that it's been delayed. I think that's kind of the topic. I just want to ask you guys, why have you guys been... Because Asa says, you guys don't, you don't talk about games enough, Gaz. And he's right. <laughs> this is a gaming podcast. I need to ask you, uh, Ainsley, what, what, what have you been playing? And chat, let me know what you guys have been playing as well. Yeah, man, I've been kind of all over the place because uh, I'm in that lull. You know how you get that lull before like all the big releases hit or, or releases you're expecting hit? Um, so I was playing, I went back to Prey because the, the uh, what do you call it? The um, frame, frame rate boost, boost. and the, mm-hmm. the auto HDR worked wonders on that game. Um, I went back to play it on PC about three, four months ago for a stream series and, and the controller compatibility is terrible. So I was like, I'll wait. And then the frame rate boost and the uh, auto HDR just completely changed that game. And I love that game. That's an amazing game if you haven't played that. Um so th- those features are really cool. So I've been revisiting some older games, and then um, I did play Outriders for a while. I'm a huge, 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 like, looter-shooter guy. Mm-hmm. Um, all of them. Um, and so that's Outriders is sitting really weird with me right now because it was, it was, it's really good it, initially. Got this good gameplay loop, and then you get to the kind of later game, and you start to see these issues with it. Um, mm-hmm. Just 
yeah, I've already put it down. I'm done with it. Um, so I'm, I'm glad, you know, going back again, I'm glad I didn't pay 70 bucks for it because, you know, I'm just at a place where that game didn't do it for me. But yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Anyway, you didn't that. nonstop. So what I did was I went back to Diablo 3. So I could play it <laughs> real loop. Um, I have played Diablo 3. I think I own it nine times over. Um, I have played it for... It's worse than my Apex stuff. Oh, dude. Because remember, right? It came out on PC. Then it came out on Xbox 360. Then it came out on Xbox One. Then they had an expansion. And then mm-hmm. they had another expansion. Yep. So, And then my kids play, too. Right? So I, I've bought it. Yeah. Too many times to count. But I, I, um, I'm playing that again with some friends. And I haven't played it in a few years. And man, that, that game is just absolutely incredible. It really is. Um, how much they've added to that game and yep. how fresh it feels even today and how much fun you can have. So, you know, I know we don't need to sit here and talk about Diablo 3, but that's what I've been playing over the past week, I would say. I do. Yeah. What, um, what's the second expansion? I know they did the Necromancer. What was the other one? Well, well they did. Remember, they did. Uh, there's Diablo 3, and when it launched, it was a mess. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then they fixed it up. They did Loot 2.0 with Reaper of Souls. Mm-hmm. Yes. Reaper of Souls was the first Act 5 and boss expansion. And then they did the whole Necromancer pack. Mm-hmm. So I had PC Diablo 3. I had Xbox 360 Diablo 3. I had Xbox One Diablo 3. I had Reaper of Souls. Then I had, then you had Necromancer. And now you have the uh, Eternal Collection, which is everything. So are yeah. you out of the many, many Diablo games coming out then? You've got Diablo 2, Diablo 4, Diablo Immortals on the mobile. Which of them are you yeah. going to have a go at? It's all of them. <laughs> um, uh, I love Diablo, man. I, I'm not a big mobile guy, so we'll see how immortal is for me. Um, but uh, Diablo 2 resurrected, like, the, it, you know, the alpha is out there right now. There's people mm-hmm. playing it, and I'm super pumped about that. And then uh, Diablo 4. I, Diablo 4 would be a game I literally take vacation for. I will not work. I will let my wife know where to find me, and I'll be in front of the, in front of the uh, TV for probably 14, 18 hours a day. I hope Bobby comes in his What about you, King? What have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing Outriders uh, if, without the server problems. <laughs> 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 if you can get past the server problems right now, um, yeah. then, then I mean, it's, it's growing pains. I think Destiny 1 had these growing pains. I believe that uh, Division 1 had these growing pains as far as that go. But uh, they have other... Lo- things that can hook you into the game and to get you playing um uh i was playing uh, evil within nice. Oh, nice that game is so much damn fun <laughs> uh so horrifyingly fun it's it's ridiculous um and i'm trying to finish that up because i have evil within two that i noticed that i purchased that i didn't go back and play and i'm gonna go back and play that stuff and I'm just digging through all of my uh, stuff from the ZeniMax deal, like Doom 64. I haven't played Doom 64 since I had it on a 64. And oh, yeah. to, to, to go back and to touch it is like, oh, my God. So my son saw me playing it, and he was like, what's this, Daddy? And I'm like, Doom 64. And I had it with my Nintendo 64. And he was like, wow, this, this looks incredible. I'm like, yeah, go play it. It's in Game Pass. He said, what? Ran upstairs. Didn't see him since. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, it's and Naruto boy. Um, I love the fact that it doesn't hold your hand, yeah, yeah, it allows you to explore. All right, it doesn't tell you where to find the garden, 
it you have to rely on your, your memorization of the boards and of the levels um and it, it it shows you how to use certain weapons but doesn't tell you that this is necessary to use your weapon in this manner how you see fit uh double jump dash forward stuff like that these these things that i find uh so much fun the meditation the zen things of it the artist artsy style of the game uh takes me back to tron the soundtrack is amazing too it literally something uh late 70s uh led zeppelin inspired soundtrack that 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 holds me um it's 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 one of those games that i saw when they were talking about it was coming out for the month and i couldn't wait for it to get there because it was at a point where you knew that you wouldn't buy the game but you want to try i want to try that <laughs> yeah. you know i really yeah. do and, and and it was greater than i expected you know I, and a lot of those games happen that way with me with over game pass i i don't talk <laughs> enough about all the other little games that i do get a chance to try like go gato that game is going to leave game pass any any second now it's a monochrome game yeah. where it's a cat in a robot suit and it's like a metroid game and it's so much fun um and i purchased the game you know i, I literally purchased the game after i tried it i loved it, the banter between the cat and and the the, the space dude it's, it's just so much fun because it's a game that normally won't see the light of day because financially it can't sustain itself in this environment with triple a titles but yeah. your next triple a title may be that double a game that you were overlooking you know that might be your new triple a title so this is what the bloomberg article was alluding to i think jason Schreier was saying that um you know like you know, your sony's focus on these triple a's is missing out on that whole thing that these smaller games tend to grow up like um the game where you find out who's the criminal like and you get booted out just among us yeah yeah i can't think today yeah mm-hmm. so like yeah uh, naruto boy is something that's just amazing ace has got it up on stream now it just looks- but the the reason why sony is uh focusing on these triple a titles these uh proving hits and winners is because when you become a bottom line company that means that you can't take any losses yeah. So you uh, you play to keep your lead instead of playing to win. It, it, you know, it's a lot of football teams, a lot of basketball teams, a lot of baseball teams change the way that they play when they have a lead and they can't lose. When you're afraid to lose, the coach gets conservative and you wind up losing the game. Got that prevent defense. Yeah, you know how it goes in Madden. You have the lead, and then the guy actually throws a long touchdown and then takes the lead from you, and you, you kind of screwed. You know, um, you always got to play to win. Microsoft seems like right now they're so aggressive because every other day it's new stuff coming out, and it's so aggressive, and Sony is playing not to lose. And I hate to see it, but I, I kind of knew it when, when Jim was uh, – became the boss and sean was out i i i sean was a daring bold dude yeah and the company yeah. couldn't afford it he has a more likable character anyway not- i don't care about liking him i care yeah. about uh, i care <laughs> about what he's going to do for us and you know like you said ribbon game he was progressive yeah those was, those yeah. games need to be nurtured without 
that level of leadership, those dudes that were at Sony that were in prominent positions without that level of leadership, you don't get a lot of the titles that you did get. You know, you don't get a last of us at the end of the generation if he's not in play. You know, you, you laugh at flute boy, a flute guy. Those things don't happen if he's not in position. If yeah. Jim is in position, you get Spider-Man Miles Morales, a DLC that they didn't tell you was a DLC, just to launch the game, and it's a safe play. Yeah. You get that. And they tell you that they believe in generations, but then you find out that it's on the PlayStation 4 because they have to make sure that they make money because they're not going to make money on consoles that's not there. Yeah, I hope they change tack though, because it's it's a less exciting prospect of a Sony that operates like that, whereas Microsoft does do. I love Game Pass and how it empowers smaller indies. We're talking about indies, how they should be talked about in the same breath as AAA games. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to find a new game today. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so what have you been playing? I know you've not been playing The Evil Within. You've been loving that. Oh yeah, really? the Evil Within is the first, um, the first good quality upload I put on my YouTube channel. So I played that through from start to finish and uploaded it all nice and tidy. Um, nice. I tried nice. out, so Outriders. I'm waiting for the the crossplay patch. I tried to play that with um, with some friends, and it just oh, can't play it crossplay at the moment. Yeah. And I need that. Um, yeah. So that's gonna wait, and I'll see if I can reach the same conclusion as Ains on on the end game when I eventually <laughs> get there. Um, what else I've been playing? Loads of stuff. Loads of stuff. I stick it all on my YouTube channel. So. You can just yeah. buy there. Uh, what about you guys? What have you been spending money on? Well, I bought some packs again on Apex today. Uh, you'll be happy to know. Um, Why? But, Why? But what are you trying to get? I, know, I need the Octane heirloom. You don't understand. It makes you a better player. It's just, it's just weird. I know it's visual, but it makes you a better player. But have you not um, learned up to a thousand pounds? How many of the shards have you got now? So you need 150 shards. You've spent a thousand pounds and you've got... No shards because I bought the wrong thing. So I got yeah. shard a lot. And my shards have disappeared unless I bought the wrong. Okay, so do the maths. Up. Do the maths though. You you spent a thousand. You got zero. How much do you have to spend? Yeah. Zero times what is one hundred and fifty? How much do you have to spend? Work it out. What's it going to cost you? What? Wait, math isn't there. You're never going to get it. Stop spending money. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a rule. There's like if you spend if you buy five hundred packs, you're guaranteed to get. You hear he said, uh, apparent, said apparently there's a rule. Apparently. It's not even a real rule because Who the actual rules are rule? listed on the game. <laughs> They've confirmed if you buy 500, then it ticks down, then you will guarantee get an end. Wait, okay, wait, wait. His son brought one pack and got it. He didn't buy one. it. He just unlocked it. Luckily, the RNG gods had a... Like, wait, a he market. just unlocked it? He didn't spend no money? <laughs> no no money. Zero. Stop playing the game. You're Ace, you got to intervene, man. You got to take his hard drive. You got to uninstall. Uh, you got to do something. Uh, if I was close I, I got to talk to my son about this. I got to ask him, what is this heirloom stuff? Because all he plays is Apex. So, oh, really? yeah, oh, he's, he's, a, he's a junkie. So, um, so there's a chance that you could literally spend 1500 to 2000 quid and not even have even... Even what we're then let's remember what we're talking about here. This is literally a cosmetic item, right? Yep. 
Yeah. What are you, sick. What are you doing? This, to be fair, <laughs> no, so this is Casper. The point of this item is that you're not supposed to be able to buy it. It's a prestige item that you earn, and that's why they've made it so astronomically difficult. This is supposed to be the thing that harkens back to playing games properly and getting a prestige item by playing it a lot and being good. You're not supposed to try and buy it. Gaz is doing life wrong. <laughs> wow. I'll eventually get it, and you'll know about it. But I bought some packs. I didn't get it. I got depressed and I bought Disco Elysium. <laughs> Completely different game. So... Good. Now uninstall Apex and move on. Oh my God. <laughs> I have a problem, guys. Please help me. Yes, yes, you do. Yes, you do. I, I thought it actually, like he said, it makes you a better player. I'm like, oh, okay. So it raises his stats someplace. No. No, it doesn't. No. It's like the equivalent of you getting uh, armor inside Destiny that just is cosmetic, yep. that does nothing else. But no. you can't quantify the value in it because when you're running and you press three, so basically like a knife as you run, and it just the animations make you into the. Like, you just want somebody. You just want to run past the dude <laughs> who's like, yeah, he plays, plays. <laughs> no, he pays, pays. <laughs> oh, I did, I did help. Oh god. Uh, before we go, guys, because we got past the two-hour mark, but and then some. Um, JD Gamer, thanks so much for the $5 super chat. He goes, question, what do you think Mike's, about Microsoft setting up a movie studio or partnering with a prominent one to fast track and create movies for the Xbox IP? I personally would want them to move away from that because remember TV, TV, TV. But they there's a Halo already. movie. <laughs> yeah, they did that already, didn't they? Yeah. Um, um, there's a Halo movie in the works. Well, go watch Quantum oh, Halo Break. TV series. Yeah, yeah, go, yeah, go play Quantum Break. They did all that, t that movie stuff. Remember with the Netflix and all that other stuff and they did all that stuff. They they already had the movie studios. I think they closed that stuff down. Thank you, Don Matrix, Matrix, whatever. Bye. Don't ever bring that back up. What is wrong with you? I see what you want, JD. You want us to fail. No, JD, that's gone. <laughs> all right? Ask Sony how that power stuff worked out. They closed that stuff down too, didn't they? All right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Come yeah on, I don't think they should do that, JD. I think it's... Yeah. Uh... Stick to gaming. That's the way. But they might do. But not. Not. They've learned their lesson. They. They want. They want you want to utter the words movie and Xbox. Steven Spielberg will be doing Halo. <laughs> to hell with that, man. Get out of yeah. here. I think that sucks. Um, I wanted to see a Halo thing. Um, Raiden Blade, you donated so much today. Thank you so much. He had two pounds. said the Dodge Knight video had me crying <laughs> of him as a fanboy. Just bear in mind, yeah, because the the state of the industry is to anti PlayStation because Xbox are making moves. If people are saying, "Hey, man, are you an Xbox channel?" No, we have Xbox. will inevitably screw up, and we will make a video about that too. But we have some funny skits in the work. We have loads in the works. <laughs> man, you have no idea. We have. It's, it's you, you're gonna love it. Hey, Raiden <laughs> says thank you again for the two pound super chat. AC, you are not a good friend. Remove HDD. <laughs> oh wow <laughs> um okay <laughs> but yeah and on that note no um but yeah i guys everyone in chat thank you so much i hope you enjoyed the show if you did please hit that like button it helps us out a lot uh spread the word um we are doing a lot more uh jd uh, sorry i have to read your super chat don't put that on me i, I want us to win <laughs> he says <Okay. laughs> all right thank you jd no more moving <laughs> <laughs> thank you for that um it's been a lovely lovely uh chat and it's been one of our longest shows every time the iron lords come on or someone from the iron lords come on yeah, i'm long-winded <laughs> long yeah, nah, uh -uh, 
absolutely a pleasure. Um, and yeah, I guess this is a good opportunity to do the outros. Iron Lords are killing it. All the Lords are spreading their wings. They're going on other podcasts with IGN and all IGN Unlocked. And yes, yes, Cognito and- Unlocked. <laughs> make moves. Hopefully we'll have Sovereign soon. I mean, he's just waiting to get uh, consent from his boss, who is his wife. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, I can't wait for that. But um, David, man, it's just like, it's always a pleasure, man. I, thank I can't, you, thank I can't, you. I can't thank you enough for coming on. It's always, you put a smile on my face. And I uh, I am indebted to you. I'm so glad you can do Saturdays now. Oh, yeah, uh, Saturdays so, is free. Hey. <laughs> yeah, finally. <laughs> um, thank you so much. And people will probably know you uh, well most definitely will know where you are but for those few who may not know uh tell us where they can find you you can catch me tomorrow at iron launch podcast at 1 p.m where i don't know if they let the cat out the bag on who our guest is but pretty sure that you're going to lose your mind if you thought uh colin moriarty was a fantastic interview and it was great i mean he's a great dude yeah so much fun um you're gonna lose your mind tomorrow um you can also catch me at uh dcx open mic that's Darth castle x open mic on fridays at 9 p.m statues is my life statues is my hobby uh, that's what me and Ains does. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic Crazy. stuff. These statues cost thousands and thousands of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> and if you think he has a problem with Apex, I have a true <laughs> problem with statues. Yeah, but we're getting some for our money, King. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, we're not getting get, just getting cosmetic stuff. Uh, <laughs> And if I feel like selling that statue up there, that Electro, that's like four grand right now on eBay. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a new cabinet. That looks lovely. Oh, you're talking about the Maji cases? Yeah, these are yeah. uh, uh, plastic cases with metal lining around it with uh, three-inch uh, wood at the top with lights inside. Um, yeah, this stuff is uh, smoke-proof, uh, uh, you know, fireproof type of uh, environment. Oh. Very good stuff. You know, for your statues. I don't want to see any more pictures of breakages, man. I can't take it. Oh my God! You can't know, have that. oh, that breaks my heart. Did you see the one with the video where the guy's wife went inside his room and no. destroyed all his anime statues? No, I can't watch it. I, I get you, I man. I up in my mouth. <laughs> I up in my mouth because uh, you know he's uh, he was in an Asian uh, uh, country and he, he showed uh, his divorce papers. At the next, like at the end of the video, like he like filed for divorce after that. I mean, she literally went inside the room, nice size room, went inside there and destroyed all his statues. Oh. I said, I don't know what he did to get that, <laughs> but uh, yeah, wow. yeah, that's insane nice. stuff. Why would you do that? That's, horrible. that's what I said. I was like, Whoa, in my mouth, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but do good. Check out the Iron Lords. I'm definitely intrigued now who this guest is. You guys have been killing it. And uh, yeah, Cog said it. He decreed that that's what's going to happen weeks ago. And he's been living up to it and then some. So I can't wait. Definitely check out the Iron Lords podcast. So much energy in that room or in that podcast. It's it's incredible. Like uh, we learned from you guys. So thank you so much. Um, Ainsley from Season Gaming, one of the most mature, not sensible and objective sites out there how is it that you can tolerate a conversation with me <laughs> um, <I'm not> <laughs> <laughs> but honestly 
we we uh, you you know uh, what our position is with you. You, you. you have nothing but high regard for season gaming. Ace yeah, man. No, nah, it's it's, it. it's been uh, always a pleasure coming on, guys. So especially uh, the fact that King was here too was awesome. Um, I didn't even know King was coming on when you asked me yeah. to come on, and so when you published the post and I saw King too, I was like, all right, now you know, now I'll. Yeah. <laughs> Not that you guys aren't fun anyway, but you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> you know, the more the merrier. Um, yeah, no, it's been a, it's been a pleasure getting to know you guys even more than uh, when we first started chatting and seeing Game On grow and and this show grow and. Um, it's just a pleasure, man. Be good people doing good things. So um, you love to see it. Iron Lords as well. I mean, it's just, it's awesome. So uh, as for us, man, I need to stand up because this is literally my like seventh podcast in eight days. Um, <laughs> I, I, don't invite me if you're watching. Please give me like a week or two. I need a break. I got another um, one tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in all seriousness, no. Seasongaming.com. You can find everything there. Uh, we um, we have a weekly show on Saturdays just before this show, actually. Uh, we're kind of back-to-back. VidCast, uh, which is uh, always a good time. Uh, yes. We just kicked off this, which is a good in gaming initiative, which is uh, focusing on uh, positivity in gaming, like uh, mental health issues, uh, yeah. dealing with loss, things of that nature. So working with some partners around the industry on some new content there. Nice. So there's a page on our show for that. I mean, on our uh, site for that. And then uh, just also kicked off another new show. Not a weekly news podcast, something a little different, but it is a gaming show with um, Luke from Xbox Expansion Pass and uh, Joe from the Trophy Room uh, called Cast Co-op. And our second episode just went live. So you can find that on the Season Gaming channel as well. So like I said, just check Season Gaming. You can find everything. And thank you guys so much, man. It's been fun. Absolutely. I got you today, sir. Man, poker face all the way through. That's a good time. Um, poker face, man. <laughs> yeah, say what you gonna say. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you, thank you all for joining. It, it means a, it means a lot to us. Uh, so we've launched a patron as well. So if you want to support us, do that. Um, and all the funds that go in just go back to Game On Daily. We yes. will be it literally. And then some. Uh, we we are very passionate about this. If you haven't figured that out already, uh, this is what our life is now. Game on daily is our life. Mine and Aces. That's not an understatement. All we think about, um, and we are so grateful for you, the community, your viewers. We have the best community, man. Yes, we're just honestly uh, happy to be in your company. Hope you check out GameOnDaily.com, though. It's the site that pulls all the news. From the Iron Lords, from the season gaming, everything in one place. Um, and if you want to create content yourself, want to be someone in the space, we give you the tools to do that. Uh, but yeah, so do check it out. That's my marketing speed done. But it comes from the heart. Asa, you want to do the outros? You want to tell us, tell us about your... Yeah, check out Asa's bloody streams, man. It's so good. Evil Within, I've only experienced it through your eyes. And painful because you can't play games <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah don't go to my channel if you're looking for skill-based gameplay but um if you do want to come and have a little chat i'm streaming it about this kind of time pretty much every day um i'll keep this really quick because i know there's a little outro video giving everybody's details and things like that so get that playing before everyone drops out of the chat but thank you very much to both guests and everyone in chat hopefully it's been a good show for everyone and we will see you next week of course.